0: Previously, on Elite Week, you give a monkey a stick, inevitably, he'll beat another monkey to death with it. You
1: will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy.
2: Um, guys? Guys? I think I just puked in my helmet.
0: Hello hello and welcome to Elite Week episode 37 Friday September ah I can't even speak today Friday September the 11th 2020 Galactic Water Cooler Tonight we have myself Kai Zen We've got Roy Cookson in the house say hello to the beautiful people Roy Good evening everyone glad we're all here Absolutely we got Arson cross on the
3: tech Say hi Arson good evening everybody i promise i won't light you on fire tonight but maybe tomorrow
0: uh elite week does not stand by that promise and <laughs> any failure of arson uh, with that promise is entirely his fricking problem
2: all right we've also got tweet 74 what's up tweet happy friday night everybody and don't believe a word arson says never ever ever trust arson cross that's for sure Tweak, take a
0: special moment to, to give a shout out to
2: the guys at Opix. Hell yeah, guys at Opix. I gotta say, my, I'm so proud of my guys. We are currently number one on the trade leaderboards, going for that gold medal. And in the short few months that we've been in existence in-game, we have already moved into our six-star system. <laughs> so, hey guys from Opix, hope you're listening and rocking it out tonight.
0: Fuck yeah. tweaked has got all of the Opix boys using the Ferengi rules of acquisition. Also tonight, we have special guest, Boss Lady B, say hello!
4: Welcome, I'm glad to be here, and I'm looking forward to bringing some dance moves into this chill uh, beer drinking event tonight.
0: Hells yes! And we've got her toy boy, WK Jez. What's up, you sexy beast?
5: (laughs) Evening! I've been called worse, but I'll take it. Um, One (laughs) thing I want to ask real quick, I've just been handed a, a beer by Arson, I mean, is this safe or what?
0: uh Is it already open?
5: I so, cannot confirm. Bro, may have All some right.
0: additives. <clears throat> yeah, he's about to give you the hot Cosby. I would not drink out of that. All right, so let's <laughs> get like Napalm, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's get this show rocking here. Uh, let's see. That opening song was "Tranquility" by Prod Riddyman check that out there's a link in the show notes and the closing show will be reverie by claude debussy because i don't know about y'all but i've been digging me some away this week on netflix the mission to mars and all of the shit that comes with it if you have not checked it out you need to all right so let's start off with galnet watch the last post oh my god it was so long ago it was oh yeah today uh, the last post was about the new stations that are coming up And before that, the last post was, oh yeah, yesterday Talking about the NMLA doing some shit So, yeah, guess what, guys? The news, they turned it back on We're gonna get to that Also, huge congratulations to good friend of the show Astro, down-to-Earth astronomy On his big wedding last Saturday That's a, a big wedding, I don't his wedding last Saturday, that shit is balls. We called him out, you know, last week we said, you know, hey, our good friend uh, Astro is getting, you know, married this weekend. But I just wanted to give it another, you know, quick, quick, uh, you know, hello, hello. And uh, guys, I got to say this in the intro. This is, for my money, the single best week in Elite since launch. Now let's get to it. Roy, do your stuff.
1: So if you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals, you can check us out at youtube.com forward slash Elite Week. If you're watching us on YouTube and would like to know how to catch our podcast, check out anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week. For sending us your thoughts by email, you can reach us at eliteweek3306 at gmail.com. Our very active and growing Elite Week Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash elite week discord where you can check out our community feedback resources on turning the wheel and real-time updates about elite from a variety of content creators in addition to the discord community feedback channel feel free to write in our youtube comments anything about the topic of the week as well as anything else you'd like to share we'd love to hear from you also on youtube please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell it really helps us out We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, midnight UTC, so come and join in on the fun. If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into. We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends
0: about the show. Hell yes. Thank you very much for that fantastically done as ever all right let's jump right into this let's start off with WK Jez and boss lady B guys welcome to the show having us yeah yeah indeed so you guys are two twitch streamers and you guys put out a lot of great content And I want to kind of talk to, you know, you guys, when I talked to WK Jez at first about coming on the show, he was like, absolutely, me and Boss Lady can come on the show and do whatever. And it's like, it's very clear that you guys are sort of a package deal. You guys do a lot of stuff working together. And, and uh, I dig that. Why don't you tell us a little bit? Why don't we start? Well, you know what? Let's go with both of you. How did you guys both come to, you know, Elite (laughs) and, and, uh, and let's go from there
4: i'll let jez explain this one because he always
5: tells the story yeah. beautiful so i came to elite, like anybody i want to go to space let's face it when elite was coming out and talk of other space games we didn't really have a lot of exploration to do in space and i thought well i've been looking up at the stars my whole life thinking mm-hmm. how cool would that be and then to, to actually start making that journey is like yeah yep yeah, shut up take my money i'm part of this let's get going but uh, it probably it took us well, it took me quite a while to start doing content on it. And um, when, I, when I met Boss, it was kind of like my first day, and I was in a chat channel, and I was like, holy shit, this person knows how to make anything exciting when it comes to content. <laughs> and I messaged, I messaged her in Discord. I was like, oh, you know, very polite, very polite. Hello, my name is this, blah, 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 blah. You know, I would love to be part of your going live channel and everything else. And, and she was, uh, well, how did you respond to that? How did you respond to that? I'm
4: with the politest way of being like well you know we have to get to know you before we put you on the going live channel but it's lovely to meet you
5: <laughs> and from yeah. there uh well it was the friend zone all the way really but
4: uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah the but... friend zone uh started on jez's first charity stream so the yeah. week or two leading up he was just a total mess messaging me all around the clock just like oh i don't know if it's gonna go well the set and the other thing uh about 18 hours into the 24 he was losing his mind completely out of it and <laughs> uh so he's going boss boss get on here I, I just need you to talk and just you know i, I just need a break for a second and um <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was telling a story, and mm. and he goes, "That's about me." And and just you know, completely unconsciously, I just said, "No, not you." And then that became a whole thing. Um, it became a video. It was it was just epic friend zoning. Uh, Tony Curtis picked up on it. It just it went way further than we expected.
5: <laughs> it, it did, but but now we're in a position like where we both run our individual streams, and a lot of what we do is crossing over as well as like some of the ideas I have uh, coming from both of us, some of the ideas on her stream come from both of us. But at the end of the day, it's just been like a creative tornado between us really, hasn't it? I mean,
4: yeah, exactly. We throw back ideas um, when there was a lot of people saying we want a squadron. And I was like, I don't want to run a squadron. So I was like, hey, Jez, you want to <laughs> <You wanna laughs> run a squadron with me? And he's like, yeah, but we should do some sort of like role play. So we, we start our space Vikings and not um, like that. Wait, what? Huh?
5: Oh, oh, no. no. oh! Yeah, not like that, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we don't uh... judge. You do what you do. Uh...
4: <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, we, we throw ideas back and forth, we come up with content together, and, and basically we just enjoy the community that we have here, and trying to bring them entertaining content is kind of our main goal, so... Beautiful.
0: That's That's a beautiful thing, man. All right, so let's get into sort of the nature of of your streams what days you stream different things like that and 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 just highlight some of the cool things that you guys do because what we're huge fans of here at elite week is turning people on to new content and and you know getting people to say like oh i'm gonna check this out i want to try that out you know we had on mechanic man last week and matthias before and we're we're really big on highlighting you know each content creator to try to help grow the community as a whole. So why don't we start with boss lady? Tell us a little bit about what days you stream and the kind of content I dig your your whole thing where, like, um, a while back you had that thing where you you got your like level five stream hype or whatever. And it was just constant of that little meme running underneath you with the video of like you dancing of like, woo-hoo, woo-hoo, somebody <laughs> else came in that was that was some cool shit tell let's start with you and then we'll dive into wk jazz's stuff
6: yeah
4: so uh the dance off i actually ended up having a dance off with one of the viewers one night just on a whim and then the gifts kind of went a bit viral so we are as i like to say the late show or the early morning show depending on where in the world you are so we stream every night 9 p.m pst to about midnight, sometimes 3am, depending on how exciting it is. And for the Europeans, that's right when you're getting up. So we're kind of that like, you know, there's some crazy stuff that happens. So we have dancing, we have a lot of community, uh, some brews, and we do a lot of community events together. So today's Friday, so we do Finance Friday every Friday. We go make a bunch of money with each other. So we all have our miners. we get together, and basically everything about my content is about the community and finding ways that people can be in game together and do fun things in game
0: that's beautiful man that's awesome and jez let's talk about some of your stuff how i know you're sort (laughs) of newer to you know you haven't been into elite for all that long but you're coming in with a big splash and you're really making waves so i dig that
5: Cheers, yeah, I mean, let's say my my twitch with elite has been really recent, though yeah you know, what I'm trying to do is is I think most people listen have probably gone onto the forums and seen some comments and there's always you know somebody's saying, oh, I don't know if I'm going to come back to the game and that so mm. I've focused my content, which is really around the new player experience most of the time because mm. what I want to do both from a streamer perspective and an elite dangerous Perspective is when that person makes their first step into the game and they're going to come by a stream, I don't want to be so busy and doing something I know how to do and just give them a quick answer without really processing it. So I like to relive that new player experience quite often and try and give them like a welcome into the game, you know, get that community growing and, and build just new faces because as streamers, there's nothing, well, nothing I like more than just seeing new faces both in the game and in the chat channel, you know?
0: I dig that, man. I really, really dig that. That's awesome. Um, so, let's see. Sorry, I got d- distracted there just a little bit. Um, I know also that you have that the big uh, telethon thing that you did just this last week. Tell people a little bit about it. You did a big thing for Special Effect, and it was it was pretty massive, man.
5: Yeah, I mean. Basically, I, I challenged the the elite dangerous community with with a 750 pound goal for special effect, and by the end of 24 hours, we had mm. gone over 4,000 pounds, which is what about how, how much is that? Yeah. that's like four thousand
0: seven hundred.
5: So?
0: No, the pounds to the dollars the other way. Uh, four four thousand some odd pounds is like six thousand dollars or something. I
5: mean, something. Yeah, it it was a it was a wicked amount of money just doing like a a stupid challenge and um it's kind of like a philosophy if you've got a platform, you can do so much with it, you can do good stuff, you can do bad stuff, but if even a little platform and it's always been the thing I've wanted to do is if I've got an audience, then I want to do something that's right by them and right by as many people as I can you know outreach as possible that's so. Cute. Yeah, I mean, and, and it is. I mean, by the, by the time of the... Yeah, because that was our second charity stream, and by the end of it, I didn't have words. You know, people say, oh, I've got no words, I'm speechless, but it was quite literally what just happened. And it, it wasn't until two days later when I was talking with Bus Lady that it sunk in, and I was, like, really excited about what happened. It took, like, two days to get over it, uh, didn't it? So.
6: it?
4: It really did. He was in shock for about two days. He's like, oh, yeah, that was fine. It was totally chill. And then it was just like... <gasps> <laughs> we're changing this many people's lives holy moly
0: dude the the content creators in elite dangerous i mean there's there's a mixed bag in any group but i gotta say by and large the the content creators in elite dangerous are just a, a truly a group of beautiful human beings so i i i am i am constantly finding new people and being like holy shit this guy Oh my god Papadopoulos and a oh, uh, crispy tater tot and oh a grinning crow and and just just one after the next after the next you know, you know that that yeah it's 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 just a beautiful thing man it's it's awesome
5: it, it is interesting too because most of us on that you what you probably see regularly on twitch most of us are about a year or under of streaming so it's kind of like a new crop of twitch streamers coming through and by far and large it has been just like this universally exciting thing in this this team project that now we're starting to kind of branch off and do our independent things but we're starting you know still keep kind of keeping in touch and keeping those relationships good and healthy behind the scenes
0: absolutely and i bet you you guys are very excited by the shit that that, that is happening in the in this week in elite
5: <sighs> where do you start where do you start <laughs>
4: it's really exciting to have some things to play off of and talk about work with and community you know rally the community around rescuing people and i'm just watching the footage and i'm like oh.
0: (laughs) all right so let's start off um let's get some housekeeping stuff out of the way and and then we'll move on to the meat and potatoes of uh of the night which is going to be all about the week that was in elite specifically the frontier news this week that's what we're clearing that that the uh the decks for so let's start off with the dark wheel update the dark wheel has been having a phenomenal week so we are now in count on one two three four five six systems after we expanded from 4979 into tour de tawny uh which is a federation system we've hopped in there and we actually started wars on the exact same day, we started our invasion war in Turdutani and our war to take over control of the system in 5455. Same day, no biggie, whatever. We're 1-0 and in both to start off and uh, we are getting it done. So we predict 4-0 and sweep in both wars. And then within a couple of uh, days, we should be pushing to expand out of 5455. Uh, five, five, and that is the jump that will take us to this system, the secret system that we have had planned all along, where we're going to test soul out of. Now, for those Ooh. of you who are unaware, like, Oh, what's, what do you mean? Test soul? Here's some facts. Soul, which is phase one of the dark wheel project is a system with only six factions in it. And it seems like nobody can move in there. People have tried many, many times. But, number one, nobody's tried in quite some time with a non-player faction. People have been trying with player factions, and Frontier has stated clearly it's not going to happen. You're not going to get a player faction moved in. We know this explicitly because Hutton moved into there by accident. And Frontier contacted them that day and said, Whoops, we're moving you out. We're going to relocate you to this system. No player faction can be in Seoul. Sorry. And Hutton said, you know, okay. Yeah, no, we get it. That was a weird mistake, glitch, whatever. No problem. Relocate us. We're good. They rolled with it because they're easy like that. But if no player faction can get in there, and it seems like, you know, nobody knows about non player factions, but it, it we have had stories of over a year ago, people trying with non player factions and it failing. The question is, if there's six systems in Seoul, who's the seventh one? Who's supposed to fit in that little faction-shaped hole? Um, look at all of the factions that are on the very front page of the knowledge base on the Codex. As far as minor factions, there's one. It's not the Pilots' Federation, it's the Dark Wheel. So maybe, maybe we move in there, maybe we don't. Who knows, we'll test it though. And when we test it, if we moved in there, I would love to see something happen. We've got Triton, permit locked, no reason given. We've got the moon, permit locked. Uh-huh. I have very strong suspicions as to why, and there have been reasons given in the distant past that they were working on a whole bespoke thing with it. Ceres, um, completely missing, question mark. There's all kinds of neat little, you know, there's the piece of Mars tech that was found. There's There's all kinds of mysteries that, could be interesting things in the soul system some of which may be not touchable right now it may be stuff planned for further expansions or further you know when i say expansions i mean of the game not of a faction in which case like okay cool whatever but let's test it let's find out and after that we're going to lft 509 now lft 509 is super super interesting for the obvious reason that people if you remember a month or two ago, not a month or two ago, a couple months back during the beta uh, and when Fleet Carriers first came live in June, people were able to test jumping around with them and, and through a weird series of glitches, they were able to peek into some systems, some permit lock systems, because there was a weird little glitch where Frontier had not closed the, the path to see into it would let you see into from a universal cartographics you could buy the data to see system maps any system within i think it was either 10 10 or 20 i forget off the top of my head light years from where you're at well fleet carriers brought in mobile universal cartographics so people would jump their fleet carrier right next to a permit lock system go into universal cartographics and buy from the map uh, the system information for this for the permit lock system that they were right next to which normally they would not be able to do And when they did that, LFT 509 came up with some interesting information. Number one, it had no population, no big deal, right? But it did have a government, which is odd to do with no people. And it did have an economy, which is equally odd to do with no people. And it did have a gas giant with eight moons. When you put all of these things together, people started jumping to the conclusion, this seems like a very good possibility for it being the dark wheel. Then I started looking into some old notes. I got a tip off from someone looked into some old notes and found that in patch 1.2 way back in the year, 2015 frontier announced uh, just hidden sort of in the patch notes there that they were adding some playable content to some permitted systems. Those systems included Isinor LFT 509. And the third one I think was called what, which is reach was the name of the system. But, um, Bissinor, we subsequently found the permit for, and people have been using it. And the other two systems, which Frontier clearly stated in the patch notes, are permitted. There's a permit forum, and they put playable content into. No one's ever found out how to get in there. Now, if we suspect that the Dark Wheel is the, the, the hidden group that is in that system, well, how do permits work? The way permits work is... You go to the group that runs that system, you find that faction in a system within 20 light years of that permit lock system, and if it is the closest system within 20 light years of that permit lock system, that local branch of the same faction will grant you the permit to get in there. We're hoping that if that is the case, and that's the way that it does work with other permits, that once we get The dark wheel within 20 light years of lft 509 the local branch will issue a permit that would be awesome and that would really further the story in a meaningful way um so that's where we're at we're in two wars we're going to sweep them both we're going like a juggernaut uh considering this is a project that people said couldn't really do anything (laughs) this is just success after success and And I'm loving it. So let's start with the guest. Your thoughts on all of this?
4: Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, there's there's a lot going on with the permit lock. I did not know about that that um, piece with being able to buy the system data. Is that why they removed the system data purchasing was was that kind of directly related?
0: Well, they, they ended up having to sort of patch that out of fleet carriers. They made it to where you, you can still do it, but you can't do it from permit systems. So that was a thing that that, that I, I sort of notified Frontier like, hey, this is a thing that you might want to get into. And they were like, when I notified them, it was funny because it was a Friday night and it was like, 7 o'clock their time and they were like what the hell are you talking about and i'm like oh you guys don't know about this and then they looked into it they were like oh shit all right and suddenly their weekend was sort of called off and they started immediately digging into stuff and started locking stuff down but uh yeah that was a weird weird little glitch
4: the permit locked systems have been there for a long time so there has to be a way to access them and i really am hoping that you that you guys are able to access that because that's a mystery that's been there for a long time so what do you think jez
5: um yeah from somebody that's that's played elite 1984 i'm i am (laughs) just waiting with bated breath to see if that goes on, and, and it's a good example. If if you tell the elite dangerous player base they can't do something, be be ready for for them to prove you wrong, and that's exactly what you guys are trying to do now. And 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 you know, geez, you know, it's like yeah, if you get in there, I'll be I'll be right there with bells on.
0: Yeah, man, it'll be interesting. Arson, what do you think? Well said, Roy. Your thoughts. <laughs> Arson, you're still muted. You're lit up but we're not hearing anything. Roy, your thoughts.
1: Uh so the timing is interesting, right? Just as just as uh this whole effort is about to bear fruit, now we have an explosion of things to do new, you know, uh, in elite and it's like hmm, do I want the steak or the chocolate cake? And I think the correct answer is both. Yes. Um so I would just ask at everyone who's working on this, uh, you know, have fun with everything uh we need to keep pushing hard on on the dark wheel i'm sure there will be some diversion as people uh play with all this new stuff that's just happened this week but yeah
0: both is good yeah porceno los dos absolutely mm-hmm. all right you know what your just, thoughts.
5: oh go ahead oh sorry it just came into my head you know what would be funny is if if what is going on in galnet right now was orchestrated by the dark wheel to try and Distract everybody that's working trying to turn it or, or something to try and push us in. I mean, the tinfoil will just keep going and going on this one. <laughs> there you go. There you go.
2: All right, tweaked. Yeah, exciting stuff. We're getting to a crucial test point in this project, and I can't wait to see what happens. A quick note on that permit lock system is, Sonor. for anybody that doesn't know out there, what's actually in that system is a CQC-type structure that you can fly in and out of and farm mats pretty much by killing a lot of ships. So pretty interesting stuff to fly your ships in actual open play instead of having to go into CQC. Just thought I'd throw that out there, but yeah... The, the part of this whole expansion that we're getting close to Seoul and 509, this is a very crucial test point that's going to answer a lot of questions one way or another.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I made a post on the Dark Wheel chat actually addressing this about the, the aspect of like, are people going to be distracted and leave or whatever? What do we, because people kept asking like, oh, what do you think about this? Is this a problem? Is this good? Is this bad? How do we feel? And I, I responded. You know, there's been much talk about the news of the day uh, and what it means for the Dark Wheel Project, so here's my take. It's fucking awesome. I love all of this. They say that the Commanders, we Commanders, quote, will be responsible for influencing how the story progresses. Well, it seems to me that this here project is about the best damn measure of what we Commanders are doing to influence the galaxy as a whole, seeking answers to deep and worthy mysteries. Uh, I should think that if anything This means we should redouble our efforts And get uh, Get to places so that we can do Our part in making threads uh, That they can Choose to support or not So how about let's give them something to talk about So hopefully uh, Things will continue to, to Proceed absolutely I completely Understand for everybody you know CGs are coming next week when they come Yeah people are gonna you know Go do some of those and this, that, and the other. But I think we've had a lot of people that have been very, very dedicated to this. And uh, a lot of people in response on that thread have said, I'm going to go do a CG for, you know, an hour or two a day and then come do the dark wheel for an hour or two a day. Like people, I think that this is just energizing. All of this is just energizing the community, which if anything, I think is, is just helping our cause. So I, I have very, very high hopes that things are going to continue to progress well for us. And, uh, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. All right. So why don't we jump right into the frontier news? Um, this could be a little tricky because we've got a patch. We've got galnet articles. We've got streams. We've got front uh, uh, frontier forum posts. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to do it in chronological order because that's what makes the best sense to sort of explain the week to you in detail for anyone that missed anything so let's start with first in chronological order was the Monday stream and the Monday stream was fairly typical business uh, but the, the the main highlight for it was in the last seconds of the stream where uh you know art and Bruce this was the you know super cruise news uh, and art and Bruce both at the same time at the end said okay well we think you should turn in to Thursday's stream. We think it'll be real special. I don't know why, but I think it's going to be super special stuff. And then they both tip back in unison their coffee mugs and an orchestrated sort of uh, uh, little synchronized uh, drink that uh, showed that beneath both coffee mugs was the Galnet article or Galnet news symbol, which uh, was super, super interesting uh, and had a lot of people talking. There was back and forth chatter on... Some people were saying, hey, they used the old Galnet logo that had eight arms instead of the seven ones. Does that mean Thargoids too? What does that mean? What is that... And there was all kinds of back and forth, but it was basically just a teaser for Tune In Thursday, soon TM. I'm not really going to ask for commentary on that because that one was just fairly self-explanatory. But then, that was followed up on Tuesday with a patch. And the patch, which we have the notes for uh, right here, uh, were it, it was it was let's put it this way it was very very sparse the notes but there was a patch that was put in that just basically said uh this was paul posted you know greetings commanders update 3.7.05 the patch brings the following fixes crashes instability fixed an issue when reading inbox messages and in super crews the game causing the game to crash okay that's good Fleet Carriers. Fixed a bug causing delays and discount, uh connections when entering a location with Fleet Carriers present. I want to point out, I've still had that. People are still reporting Orange Sidewinders um, even after this patch, although it, it seems to have fixed some of it. It's happening less if you are experiencing a situation where you keep trying to go into Super Cruise and Orange sidewinding over and over and over. There are two fixes to this, and neither one of them works 100% of the time, but try both. If one works, great. If not, try the other. The first is high wake out of the system. Jump to a completely different system. Sometimes this will reset your shit, and then you're good to go. If that does not work, what you have to do is you have to actually force quit. When you actually try to close Frontier, the window will bug out on you and it won't close. You have to go into the taskbar, and force quit out of front, uh, uh, Elite Dangerous and then reboot it all from the beginning. Once you do that, it should, if if A works, great. If it doesn't, B will work or vice versa, Would we'll do whichever one you choose. But those are sort of the two fixes for it. It is still persisting. Frontier will continue to address it and we'll try to get it fixed. Next up fleet carriers fixed a UI focus, which allowed players to sell ships in the background while using carrier management. This is sort of uh, misleading the way they worded it here. When it says fixed a focus, which will allow players to sell ships, it makes it sound like it was a weird little glitch that players could use. That was not the case. This was a case of your ships would get sold when you were in the carrier management screen against your will. Like you didn't know what was fucking going on. Not cool. Um, If you experience this problem, contact Frontier and and get your shit sorted, they they owe you your shit back, they will sort it, they'll make it right. But uh, I think that this problem was fully addressed. I have not heard of anyone that's had this issue since. And then the last thing, mining stopped, depleted mother load asteroids from respawning with the SLF glitch when you fly out of the, you know, 25. K, uh, 25 kilometer range, 25 to 30. People were, you know, this is a continuation of the whole SLF bullshit from before. Um, so people continue to do weird shit with mining and, and try to, you know, okay, if the SSD stuff isn't working, what about mother loads? We can do that. We can do this. We can do that. And frontier. It's like whack-a-mole. They'll continue to fix and fuck with the shit. Um, all of the, all of this weird sort of dirty, SLF mining bullshit. It's like, all right, already. I, I, I salute Frontier for closing the loopholes and all of the guys that are, you know, using the loopholes over and over and over, like, just get over it, man. Um, So there's that. But which, all of that that I just said was literally like four lines. The rest is like, quoi? Because everyone has been talking about, well, what do you think they snuck in? They snuck in something. What is it that they snuck in? So let's address all of this little patch uh and and including the tinfoil speculation let's start with arson your thoughts
3: um can you you hear me now moving on to roy (laughs) uh yeah so
1: one thing i would just add is i've had a couple of freezes this week that were new and different um that happened after the patch as well where it wasn't a blue tunnel it wasn't um You know uh, a soft lock on a menu it was literally i was flying and the screen just froze uh which was uh new for me so i don't know if that was you know i don't know if that was something that uh is related to that or that's just coincidence but um anyway uh yeah sparse patch uh i i saw a lot of the speculation um it certainly begged it given how light the patch was and and uh obviously the galnet uh, seven versus eight Fed all the mm. Thargoid rumors, so um <laughs> yeah, it they were they were being coy, but not so coy. It's uh it seemed pretty obvious something was coming.
0: <laughs> all right. Tweet.
2: Yeah, well that patch was desperately needed and like you said, it didn't fix it completely, especially the, the, the fleet carrier part. After the patch, I noticed on my game that jumping to the fleet carrier was much better i didn't have hardly any issues at all however when i would leave the carrier and try to hit super cruise to go to a station for example i would get stuck in the blue tunnel of death and have to restart the game and so on and such forth so not quite there but getting a little bit better and yeah such a sparse uh patch i would say it was just begging to know if there was something hidden in there
0: all right I'm getting a message from the stream that says they can actually hear Arson even though we can't. So I'm going to try this again. Arson, your thoughts on all this?
3: Yes, now we hear yes, you. Yes, now we hear you. Beautiful. Okay. And and now I'm actually unmuted on the stream. Um, honestly, I kind of got distracted trying to fix the tech stuff uh, because Discord's crapping on me. So I think I should no words. Well just get skipped. <laughs>
0: okay uh and let's go with the guest uh figure it out however who wants to go first
5: okay i'll go first this time um beautiful yeah sparse sparse patch and it does seem to have made you know improvements and you know i'm one of the ones that think hmm you know, when reading those <laughs> notes but i think on a you know a little bit of a, something we haven't touched on it yet is one thing we've we've said we've wanted is bug fixes quickly and mm-hmm. you know salutes to frontier whether it's a big patch or a small patch for throwing them in intermittently and hopefully you know that's the standard that they're going to set going forward
0: absolutely absolutely 100% agree boss lady
4: yeah so what i've noticed with the especially uh, what we like to call the braven tunnel the getting stuck in that jumping into Super Cruise, is that it seems to be in the the high fleet carrier system so when we were doing the war for father bill or with these new events that are coming out, it seems to still be in the game, even though that they tried to fix it, it does seem to still be in those systems that have a lot of fleet carriers.
0: Have you found that the two methods that I refer to are, are working for you as well? Because I've heard so far 100% success rate with those methods.
4: Yes, exactly. So your two methods are perfect for getting out of that. So either you know going into another system, or uh, your second was going out to the main menu and coming back, right?
0: Uh, Actually, you have to force quit the game because it, it literally, when you try to close out, it will stick and you have to literally force, when I went to main menu, that didn't work. I had to actually force quit the game and it, and it, I had to kill it with the taskmaster because it froze when you try to leave it. It's some weird, I don't know how code works, but it's something.
4: Yeah, I was having to do the same thing, for squit, which is always great on a live stream. Oh, hey, don't mind the black (laughs) screen. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, let's go to the next issue, which was, uh, in chronological order. The next thing was Wednesday. The following day, there was a forum post and that forum post, let's start off with how it was announced. First off, I mean, obviously the forum post was, was, was made, but There was also a tweet announcing the forum post, and the tweet was interesting to me. It says, we have an update on VR and ship interiors for Elite Dangerous Odyssey. Click here for more. But there was a picture, and that picture, to me, I'm looking at that, and I tweeted a response saying, hey, did you guys just low-key show us, like, sort of the side of a new ship, but you just showed us a little picture, and you buried it in with, hey, VR stuff, click here, so that everybody would click right past it and not notice What did you guys, did anybody say like, nah, that, that little wing there is part of this ship or, or you guys also like, Hey, wait a second. Did you guys just show us something new in a sneaky, sneaky way? I mean.
1: Oh, i think that's was... that stunned silence <laughs> did right, anybody let's... else see that
4: yeah wait i need to see that picture please 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 link it yeah, Just, uh, oh it my goodness we're what gonna it,
0: we're gonna put it up we're gonna put this up in arson i'm linking this right now in the show notes chat sorry for the last second whatever but why don't you throw that up on the screen so people can also uh kind of join in in the speculation uh, and father bill hello hello yep one sec sure Big hello, big, big love and much respect to Father Bill.
5: Cool, there's that, a story all in itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, the whole, the, the uh, 78 Ursa Majoris. Or oh, you're talking about the picture on that thing, like, what is that? Both. It's an interesting... It's like, why would you show that picture with a tweet about a major thing? And it's like, it's an... Very, very up close picture of some piece of a ship that I don't recognize. And I mean, you could see that it's it's there's rings, you know, you're by a ringed planet in the background there. So I don't know, just a little something you tinfoil people look into it, see what you think. Uh, M. Graham is saying he's pretty sure that that's a default image for the Empire faction banners. I don't which which image are you talking about? The one that's in the show notes right now it's in the it's in the uh channel the discord channel of uh uh oh i pu- pushed in the wrong channel like an idiot i put it in dark wheel here posting it right now here in the right channel sorry about that guys oh hmm. what is that? what is that and th- they tweeted it they frontier is good at putting shit out right in front of you and then mm. distracting you they do they do the whole uh what was that the the magic trick thing the prestige they do the thing where it's like look over here and you don't look at the other hand they threw that out on a tweet and nobody's really talking about it but i'm like what ship is that guys did you just show us something that you're going to tell us later Ha we showed you something you didn't even notice
5: that yeah that's um i i can't even theorize what that looks like
0: yeah so that's just a little something for free for all of you uh, tinfoil hatters that want to dig into that. What ship is that? What piece is that? What am I looking at? Why did Frontier send that out with a massive, massive news post? Yes, it does. It could very well be Crate Phantom. Maybe. I don't know. But why, why choose that picture? It seems interesting. All right. So... But let's get to the, the actual body of 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 the text of what it what it is here. So the tweet itself then sent you to the link for the forums, and on the forums we've got a post from Arthur told me This was Wednesday at 5:01 a.m. Eastern Time. Greetings, commanders. We hope you enjoyed our first dev diary release. Yada yada yada. We're aware of a lot of questions, yada 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 here's what you came to hear vr and elite dangerous odyssey we understand that our vr players are keen to know more about how the transitioning gameplay will work in odyssey in vr with that in mind we would like to share our current plan for how that will work our current plan in odyssey players will be able to fly down to planets fly through atmospheres and drive along planet surfaces in their srvs all while remaining in VR. Take a drink folks, that is some good news. I am editing myself now that I know there's a Catholic priest in the stream. (laughs) When disembarking your ship or SRV, players will be, I I grew up in Catholic, yeah, you don't curse around a father. All right, when disembarking your ship or SRV, players will be presented with a projected flat game screen in their VR headset in order to continue on foot. Players will, of course, be able to remove their headsets if they so choose, but this will not be a requirement to continue your adventure. And then here is the huge news. There will be no requirement to boot between Horizons and Odyssey in order to continue your journey. Honestly, I think this is what I've been calling, this is what I was hoping for and was saying would be the absolute sort of best Realistic option right now The best option altogether would be Hey, we cracked it, here's full VR But like, that's a lot to ask for right up front What we're starting off with is You got everything you have right now VR, you still have VR It's just the leggy bits That you gotta go pancake mode And they're not making you do some massive You know, rigmarole To kind of, you know uh, Get from A to B They're giving you sort of low pain points in the 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 progression from a to b okay so that i think is absolutely huge and then the second topic another topic we know players uh keen for more information on is ship interiors we wanted to clarify our current position on this our current position on this while odyssey will see players explore a wide range of on and off world locations a range of on and off world locations including station interiors ship interiors will not be included at launch we understand the bond community okay whatever we know you love your ships okay um rest assured that odyssey will offer a great variety of long requested locations to explore both on land and in space which we'll be sharing more details around very soon so let's 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 unpack a couple of things here the vr news is all great that's just fantastic the ship interiors okay i get it people definitely want ship interiors but guess what Frontier is a company. They sell a product. They sell a product to consumers. All of the consumers are saying, we want chip interiors. You would have to be stupid to think that Frontier has not heard that because they told you repeatedly, wow, we're hearing it. I've had private conversations with community managers where they're saying, wow, we were shocked by the amount and the the level of depth of attachment that people have to this one specific issue. So, if that is the case, you have to know that they've decided they've they've said, Okay, we've got two things we've got, you know, we've got these products that we have on offer. And everybody's asking us for a double cheeseburger, we got to get to work on the double cheeseburger because people really, really want it. We, we make widgets, people want to buy this specific flavor of widget, we're going to get to work on that. Do not be shocked. When you hear more in the not too distant future about that coming because it just makes and this is not some kind of like insider information this is common sense companies sell things to people when people all want to buy a Companies start working on how to sell them a but this is super key to me because they say multiple locations off planet and on planet what are multiple locations off planet if not ship interiors Okay, we've got stations, which they very clearly said is coming, but multiple locations. If you're talking about multiple locations in space, here's what occurs to me. You've got in your ship, which they've said not right now. You've got in stations and you've got EVA. Nobody said it out loud, but I'm feeling really good about the thoughts of EVA some limited thing, some kind of whatever, I don't know, but all right, let's unpack all of this and start with Roy. And then after that will be arson, Roy.
1: Um, one thing I would just highlight is, uh, the whole VR thing. They listened to the community, right? This is, this is where, um, there was an outcry, uh, maybe and we don't need to dig into the rabbit hole of why they didn't start that way, but they listened. I mean, that's just a huge thing. That's just a majorly huge thing, and it fits in the theme of of better engagement. So, uh, yeah, i' I'll, I'll leave uh, i'll I'll come back later with I'm sure we'll we'll tear this apart a bunch of different ways, but i'll I'll stop there.
6: Okay.
0: Parson. Uh,
3: You'll you'll have to forgive me. I'm still pumping from adrenaline from killing the dude that was trying to murder people at the uh, rescue ship. So you're going to have to move on.
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Tweet. Yeah, one thing I grabbed onto in regards to the ship interiors was one key phrase, and it was at launch, not at launch, which implies to me – they would not say not at launch if they didn't have any plans to include it ever so that tells me that in a subsequent patch somewhere down the line where we are going to see ship interiors so i have no fear whatsoever that we're not going to and the fact that people are sleeping on a little bit too i think is this is the first time they've come right out and said we are going to see station interiors in space space station interiors Previously, we'd heard social hubs, which implied maybe a few stations here and there. And then in a couple articles, we had developers quoted as saying planetary landings, which are the stations on the ground. This is the first time they're saying space stations, which implies maybe the large Coriolis stations we can walk around in, which is super exciting for me.
0: Right on. I dig that. I super, super dig that i i i feel similar to you and pretty much all of it all right wk jez your thoughts
5: i could actually say a lot about both of these things but keeping it brief about the vr i think they're doing it right i don't i don't like many games that has the full body experience and i think trying to play vr going from on foot to space station would be pretty queasy for people unless they do it right and keep in mind that frontier has not really delivered any products yet, but as a first-person perspective. So it'd be asking a lot, I think, to have a full-body experience in VR, at least at this stage. But ship interiors, I'm probably one of the the minority that don't really care about them much, just because I'm concerned about the amount of dead space that may be in there. But I like the idea of having certain, you know, uh, eventually having certain functional areas in ships that are explorable, but I think they're doing it right by focusing on the place that you're going to have the biggest potential for most foot traffic. Um, Whether that's a space station or an outpost or all of these things, Mm. I think it's the right order to do things in. in, And if ship interiors come, I think easing them in bit by bit is probably going to be the best all round option once everything is all said and told. Mm.
0: Boss lady, what
5: do you think?
4: Uh, similarly to tweaked and WKJES, I think that the stations are going to be a big piece. And when they released that information, I got really excited (laughs) from a different perspective, though. I'm thinking about, interactions between players so Mm. right now the only ways that we can interact is by booping each other in ships or getting down on the surface and running each other you know with srvs so the biggest thing when odyssey was released that i was excited about is seeing other commanders interacting with them the social hubs and being able to walk around the stations is I mean, that's exhilarating. I'm really excited for that. The ships, on the other hand, as cool as it would be to walk around, explore our ships, that's a very kind of lonely experience unless you can kind of multi-crew people in. But still, it's it's a very closed experience where you're not going to have those those interactions you have in other games with people in the lobby or those chance encounters. And so I'm I'm really excited to that.
0: I think eventually we are going to absolutely get walking around in our ships. And the reason why I say that is because David Braben said David Braben and say it correctly, uh, said it, uh, in the Kickstarter. And if, if he showed anything with, with, uh, the last dev diary where he said, you know, I'm super excited to bring you walking around, uh, in different locations because it's, it's fulfilling a promise that I made back in the Kickstarter. This is a man who honors his promises. It just takes time to get through the process and when we have walking in ships I think it'll be amazing because it will include gameplay loops with things like advanced engineering or going into a war ready room in your ship where you, you've got BGS maps and stuff or, or it'll have all kinds of neat fun stuff but that's a whole other thing and I'm going to be honest with you from a purely selfish standpoint if you tell me do you want us to focus on all of the gameplay loops of cool shit that we can put in your ship? Or do you want us to continue to focus on the loop of finishing the, the 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 atmospheric landing spectrum going on to gas giants, water worlds, earth-like worlds, high-tech worlds? These that's where like I would want them to focus on first. And then for absolutely for sure, get to ship interiors after we have. <laughs> all of the planets landable absolutely i'm down for that um you know but yeah all right so all of this super super exciting i think that this right here though the, the vr stuff and the stuff about walking around in ship interiors and we've got more coming on that soon tm uh as in later tonight um it shows they're moving in the right direction and i'm super 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 excited
2: Uh, The the one thing I would add real quick is the statement that they said that we wanted to focus on parts of the game that would provide more meaningful gameplay, meaning things to do in the stations or the different places we're going to be walking around as opposed to the lack of gameplay inside our ships. To me, that says that they're in the right mind frame. They're they're doing this the right way to make this as fun as possible for us. Yeah,
0: they're going to give us that when they have the loops worked out to make it fun and not just a gimmick. Because yeah, walking around in a ship without the loops to make it meaningful would be the most fun you have for ten minutes, and then ignore it after, and then never and, again. <laughs> and they they want to they want to do it right, and I I super super uh, am on board with that whole plan. All right, so in the chronology of of the news, the very next thing was Thursday. Alright, so Thursday is gonna be interesting to unpack, and we're gonna dive right into it. It started off with events in-game. There were attacks and and things happened. Shortly after those events, there were a series of sort of news. I'm gonna quote do, do quotation marks news updates. The first was an erroneous sort of uh news announcement of like the thargoids have attacked the thargoids have attacked they've attacked these four stations or whatever then that was pulled back and then it was uh um sort of replaced by uh a galnet news article the first of two new ones that we had so this was the one from yesterday morning uh the first one and you could throw that up on the screen there absolutely beautiful and let me pull this up to, uh, to accompany that. Hold on one second. And that was this one right here. And it said. Pilots Federation alert for the attention of all commanders. The Empire has broadcast this message across its emergency channels. There have been multiple explosions within Mackenzie Relay Station in Pri- Princess Ashling Duval's home system of Simius pronunciation. NMLA terrorists have claimed responsibility in coordination. In coordinated attacks, they have also struck at uh, Tsiolkovsky Terminal in the Gabjaujus system. Dorito Market in the LHS 4031 system and Mueller Terminal in the Rob system. We urgently request assistance from the galactic community with repairing these starports and rescuing their populations. So this came out first. Um, After that, there was a live stream. And why don't we start off with just everyone's feelings on the events the initial hey it's Thargoids and then the correction of like no it's not Thargoids, it's this other thing why don't we start with our guest boss lady b what do you think about this
4: So this is a really interesting one in that I was looking at it and we flew up. So Jez and I were actually both streaming at the time this went live and we flew up to the stations. We were looking at the damage. So we were really excited, like, oh, this is really interesting. The Galnet post was very much about the terrorist attacks. And then we started noticing the corrosive damage. So we didn't even catch that first false post. But we were looking at the damage going, oh, man, is this just an old model or is this intentional? And overall, just the whole new storyline that's coming out is really interesting. And we'll get to that later on. But uh, just having that piece come back, there was a lot of excitement live when that when that ticked over.
0: So I'm going to put up on the stream, uh, again, uh, apologies, uh, Arson, I'm throwing stuff last second, we're we we're playing fast and loose. I just posted in the uh, recording booth channel, uh, nope, I posted in the wrong channel again, here we go. In the recording booth channel, uh, a picture of the original note uh, from the Thargoid Activity Report saying... You know starport status update galactic authorities have appealed to independent pilots to deliver foods water basic medicines and natural fabrics to starports that have been attacked by thargoids pilots can also help by evacuating civilians from affected starports thargoids attack have been reported in the following systems and then they listed those same systems so this was the original post that was you know put up there very very shortly and then pulled back all right so uh jez, i'm I'm so sorry, but I just wanted to sort of accompany that because you said you hadn't even seen that jez your thoughts on all of the events as they started to uh uh un, you know unfurl or take place
5: yeah um i this this part of it that you're showing now was new to, news to me, but I kind of thought uh you know theorizing that Galnet was coming back my first initial thought was okay, it's gonna be fargoys we'll we'll go into this with fargoys is probably what I was expecting but Um, As soon as we heard the Galnet article, we was kind of, you know, dumbfounded, really. It's like, okay, we're going in a new direction here. This is great. And I just, I mean, you know, because you saw me post about it. I just said, Elite's back. You know, it feels like Elite's back, you know? (laughs) We're We're in open we're getting people trying to shoot us as we're trying to help people out and then we've got people helping us take out the people in open that are trying to take and that is what i first you know my first memory of elite was and and without even getting into the story that was just like man you know well you said it better than i did i don't know you <laughs> your follow-up to what i said but
0: Yeah, well, we'll, I want to close on that one and get everybody's uh, thoughts. But Boss Lady B also just posted a a picture there, Arson, of what it shows right now. If you go to the nav panel and you click on it, it says the starport currently recovering from an attack by Xeno forces. Uh, And it shows Mm -hmm. there for McKenzie Relay. Now, I'm just going to give you guys real quick my hunch my thought and and this is you can take this however but uh we're gonna get to it with regard to the stream but my thought is this was all intended this was intended to sort of simulate the fog of war a, a, a chaotic event happens an initial news report comes out that report is wrong then it's immediately retracted and replaced by a report that is right And because of the chaotic nature of it, i.e. the fact that there is caustic damage as part of this attack, uh, even to this, to the moment, our, our nav panel is showing some incorrect information because there is caustic damage that is being applied to the, to the facilities. And it says here, you know, okay, well, if caustic damage, then the computer is going to recognize that as Xeno. So. It's, it's super, super interesting. I think I don't want to give any sort of spoilers for that content, but I'm going to just say this very, very unspoilerly for those who have read and or watched the expanse and are caught up with it, you know, there's a certain issue where there's a certain, you know, person or group there that is using, uh, sort of stuff from another person or group and using it to great sort of uh, effect in their terroristic activities. And that was super vague, so as not to spoil anyone, because I don't want to hear anybody complaining to me, but for those who get it, for those who have read it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think this is a similar situation. I think Frontier said repeatedly, this was not a screw up. We knew this was gonna play out exactly like this. We did it on purpose, it was planned, I think what we're seeing here is look we as commanders me as a commander can go right now and i can put corrosive damage on my multi-cannon shells and my missiles who why would you think that terrorists couldn't also get access to that those materials to make a dirty bomb i I think
3: that's what you're seeing here arson your thoughts on this so i um, i'm i'm also in the same camp on on all of this stuff with the the terrorists having access to information though i I do want to point out uh the galnet xeno uh report for the attacks that particular report i feel like that functions in as far as lore is concerned uh in a similar way to the uh eagle eye network It detects xeno activity in this particular case. It's probably focused on uh, xeno weapons that happen to be uh, used during uh, or around starports or human settlements, that kind of thing. So my, my theory is that the attack tripped those sensors, causing that activity report to trigger. But then there was no Thargoid presence... Which then led to the terrorist group staking their claim and then from there there was no Xeno activity in the area, so people you know, maybe they maybe we take their, their word at face value. Okay, it is the terrorists. What if they're just opportunists from my, my perspective? What if they are just opportunists and it actually was a Thargoid attack or they did have those weapons? There are so many different possibilities because of that course <laughs> of events. And I'm excited to see how it plays out. All
0: kinds. I mean, look at real life. Look at how it plays out. Look at when the Oklahoma City bombing happened. Immediately, everybody jumped to, OK, it's going to be, you know, uh, radical Muslims, whatever. And then, nope, it was a racist white dude. When the the weird, uh, the 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 sniper, the DC sniper, it's like okay, it's gonna be radical. Nope, it was a whole different thing. Like the that is a very realistic portrayal of how news happens, where it's like chaotic events happen, wrong story comes out, it gets fixed, the right story. I maybe maybe I'm being rose-colored glasses and giving them way too much uh, uh, sort of credit, but they had planned this whole thing out in detail they've said repeatedly on day of like no no we knew exactly how things were going to come out that was intended there's more to the story just wait i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt on this and we'll we'll move forward uh roy your thoughts on on all of these events yeah i uh, so
1: as someone who's um as i've said before i played during the kickstarter but really only played this game since january so i had not experienced any of the past cgs or iis and and sort of the narrative of my experience in the last, what now, uh, eight months. think through the patches that came out, the, um, the initial, uh, fleet carrier beta, you know, there's been a series of steps and then having read about, uh, the Golconda, you know, my perception was, um, a lot of things have been rolled out that were well-meaning, but had glitches or, the left hand didn't quite know what the right hand was doing and things didn't come out sequenced right. And um, so when I first saw this rolling out, I thought, oh, they've reused an old art asset uh, or, oh, somebody put up that um, Dargoid thing and "Oh, now they're getting it straight. And it, it was, it was sort of this impression of a bit of bumbling. And then to learn that this was all planned uh, kind of took me back a bit. Like, Who are these people? Like this is a such a stark contrast to my experience with this game over the last eight months, that you're telling me now everyone's not only has all this all planned, but they're actually hitting their marks. Yeah, like that's
0: impressive. This this is a breath of fresh air. I've got an answer for you on who are these people. That's coming up in the next segment. Mm. Uh, Tweet your thoughts
2: yeah this played out different for me i was at work when all this started happening so i was driving down the road trying to follow along on my discord and it started out oh the bugs are you know the station's on fire the bugs are back it's it, it, it there's thargoid movement and then a few minutes later it was well maybe not maybe it's a terrorist attack and it just kept going back and forth and i was just like oh my god i want to go home and see what's actually going on <laughs> and then And then as the day went on and it started becoming more and more a terrorist attack, I started thinking, and I have no idea what's coming. I mean, this feels like the start of something grand, but how great would it be if this is the beginning of what turns into a superpower war? It just so many great things that could come from this. I'm totally excited (laughs) and stoked for what's to come.
0: Okay. And Jez, I know you had another thought on this.
5: It is interesting, it's like, if anybody's new to what Galnet is, remember it's not FDevs talking to us, it's actually in-game
6: mm-hmm.
5: events being communic- communicated to us from within the game itself, so we can't take anything really for face value too, and and, and I was just thinking, what, what we want to try and back in is if you, like for the longest time, I think it's encoded signal sources, you can sometimes go to them throughout the bubble and there'll be this green stuff there and it, it's not really been, some of them haven't really been near Fargoid space at all so it kind of begs to think Well, what if there's been weapons testing going on for the longest time under our noses in these places that have got Fargoids nowhere near them but you've got this just this corrosive mist flying around so I mean we could just go so many directions here but I do agree with Tweaked on there's uh, probably going to be a superpower war that comes out of this so uh, get your Arknar and soul permits is what I've been telling people <laughs>
0: right on and and don't leave that alley out just in case
5: oh of course of course
0: (laughs) all right so we're going to move on from that that was so the initial activity in the morning and then the initial false report and then the amended correct report and then the interesting nature of the damage now let's move to the next big piece of this sort of puzzle in chronological chronological order which is the live stream that happened on thursday and the live stream was entitled quote Thursday, breaking news stream. All right, now, I went through this thing with a fine-tooth comb, and we're going to break out section by section and talk about very specific things and then get everybody's sort of impressions. So we start off with art, seven minutes in. We're very much aware that there is speculation as to the nature of the damage on the stations, and all I'm going to say is that it's absolutely deliberate. He reiterated that at the 13-minute mark when he said, "Maybe it will be something for players to investigate later." And he was hit with questions about it again. And at the 35-minute mark, he says, "That damage is deliberate. It's something you guys have to work out." So, let's let's uh, let's let's start with that. Um, actually, I'm going to do like two or three things. I'll, I'll do two things and then I'll get everybody's opinions. Then at the 10-minute mark, he said. This is one article except expect more and expect them soon. They will be coming back to previous levels or maybe even faster. All right. So let's go ahead and start with that. Uh, Arson, your thoughts on those two things?
3: Well, I'll go ahead and just take the opportunity to play that uh, little quote at 3520 to start.
7: Uh, Commander Wyrland says are you telling us that generally humans uh, humans are capable of executing attacks the same as Stargoids? Uh, Sorry, I might paraphrase that last bit because the chat's sped past. What I will say is the damage you're seeing is deliberate. Um, I will say it's stuff you guys have to work out. Um, So, that really the only thing I have to
3: say about that is it's exciting. (laughs) Investigations are back
0: so so there's there, there was an old story an old galnet thread from like way back when talking about possible uh thargoid infiltration of human society or whatever so there's all kinds of possibilities a it could be this is really thargoid attacks that are being covered up by someone for some reason b it could be that this nmla is a real terrorist organization that's gotten them their hands on thargoid materials to make dirty bombs just like all of us commanders have Thargoid materials to do our stuff, or C, it could be some weird infiltration of Thargoids into human, you know, culture and they've got some group of I don't know what you want to call it, but you know, converts, they've got some sleeper cell doing some dirty shit. Roy, your thoughts on all that? So, the fact that he said it three times, to me it's like he's
1: trying to hammer something home. It it, it reminded me of how you might talk to someone who's just come out of a coma or <laughs> or some sort of fog and you're and they're not getting it and you're just having to say it over and over again. You're like slapping them and he, he, like he's really trying to drive home, you know, for the last eight months, whatever, how long before that, all you've been hearing is we can't talk about this now, no comment, no comment. And like, now the cover's off. And, and he's trying to make sure people are like, woke up. I think mm. like, it, it, it just struck me as, He just kept hitting
0: us in the head with a hammer. Like, this time it's real. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the kind of thing you do when it's like, whoops, we screwed up and we're going to whatever. He's saying it over and over and over clearly. Guys, this is real.
2: All right. Uh, Tweaked. Well, I just had a actually very kind of lighthearted and odd thought. What if. the Mass Effect universe and the Elite Dangerous Universes are colliding and, and, and the Thargoids are related to The Reapers and these humans are indoctrinated And and but but seriously This is just fun Stuff man this could go any which way And we just have to wait and see Where the CG come in next week And and being able to Affect the galaxy and change things And choose your own adventure story And I can't wait to see where this goes
5: Alright Jess. I mean I where where can I go with that? There's so many stories that we can fit into this, and I just kind of shoehorned one into chat, but um from the more technical side of of, of the stream itself, um it it was so good getting definitive answers straight away and just to give us something to kind of go out and explore and ponder and just talk about. And there's just so many crazy theories going around right now. It's like uh, Throwback Hero said in the chat, my, my mind's blown too. <laughs> you know, my mind is just completely blown with what's going on right now. And and it's just that, that stream just, well, we knew it was going to be good, but not that good.
0: Mm. And uh, you can definitely say that they kept to their word when they said, uh, it's not going to be just one story. They're coming because we got another one the very next day. But we'll get to that in just a moment. Boss Lady
4: so kaizen i had never thought of the third theory which just goes to prove what we've all been talking about which there's so many different directions this could go and i think what roy said at the beginning is really important that they were hammering home this was intentional when i saw that and heard that on their live stream i went oh, oh man because we really had at the moment we had thought well maybe you know this is just kind of a but eight months they've been planning us for eight months so this is intentional and that's that's really exciting i'm completely same as roy
0: Hmm. absolutely all right so then we, this is this one's going to get meaty folks uh here's the next bit art at 20 minutes now these are quotes go back and look at that at the, it's going to be in the show notes go watch that stream again after listening to all of these and hear the words the man says because there's a lot of things that i think just kind of flew by people they People, I think, were sort of in a post-orgasm, sort of just my eyes are glazed over and I want a sandwich. And you missed a lot of the meat that was said here. So let's go back to it and pull it apart so you can see this. Here we go. At 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, Arson, we'll get to your part. At 20 minutes, there is a dedicated dev team put together just for in-game content. Lawrence is heading that up. Okay. That is beyond massive. That is not. Oh, okay. Galnet's coming back. Galnet was a on the side kind of a thing that was a part time, "Eh, throw it to this guy, throw it to that guy. This is a dedicated dev team that they put together for not just Galnet, but in game content. So they're making this a living, breathing story. Here we go. He will be working with the guys to do things in game and write up Galnet articles. Some of these articles will be happening in-game, such as today. Some will just be news pieces that may may be background information about what is coming for you to piece together and try to work out the bigger picture. These story arcs, are all of them will have a start, middle, and end. And we know uh, where they are as we wrote them, but the middle point and the end point will have a pivot that will be affected by the players. But there's a bigger part of it than this, and that is that all of these arcs, and there are many, will be, uh, some will be political, some will be combat focused, and they will be in all different factions, etc. They all link to an even bigger arc, and that arc we have scoped until 2022. That's the scope of this one giant arc. And within that, there are lots of different stories. So a huge team headed by Lawrence, who is not, uh, you know, sort of a lower end guy. You're talking about the guy who is the, the overall, uh, 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 I don't say the word, project manager for, for all of it. And he is directly working with a dedicated team of writers and devs. That are making articles and in game events that are all tied together in this massive arc. All right. Arson, I know you've got something queued up. Why don't you go ahead and start that off and then we'll get everybody's ideas on that?
7: And um, that you didn't crash like I did. So, um, there we go. So that's that's basically that's one of the ways you can help these systems. Now obviously there's four that are under attack, so they are available to be um if uh, you so you could get out there in your in your ships. Doesn't matter what size, just to have a make sure you've got passenger cabins if you're gonna be um trying to rescue some people because they do need somewhere to be. Um and also you can you can deliver materials to the station. So a lot of questions in chat about is, is Gownet uh uh just gonna be a one article and then and then we're done sort of thing. And will it affect will they? will it be um will the articles be directly related to uh, in-game events or will there just be news articles well i will talk about the narrative and what's happening um so the dev team there is a there's a dedicated dev team put together that's purely for in-game content um and that's um to ensure that we can deliver something that's really cool and fun for players so it's like it's not a one and done thing um so there's a, it's a really cool guy um called lawrence who's heading up the dev team and putting this uh the guys who, are, who will be doing various things in-game and for galnet Uh, behind the scenes, and we're working sort of hand in glove with with those guys. It's not a one-and-done thing. We spent a lot of time going through various uh, plots and threads and arcs. Um, So to answer your question, no, it's not one-and-done. Yes, some of these gamut articles will relate to things actually happening in-game, such as um, the article today. Some will just be news pieces that may be background information for what's coming and will be there for you to maybe piece together and try and work out the bigger picture um, these arcs are all of them, as I said at the start, have a will have a start, a middle, and an end. Um, we know what those start, and ends are um, because we we've basically written them, so we know how, where this story is going to be going. or We were there when they were when they were wrote. Um, each of these three points will have, like, with the exception of the start point, obviously, but the middle point and end point will have a pivot, which depends on, I guess, what the players, what you guys will do in, in Galaxy. Will you'll be able to affect these stories? Um, and how they pan out and that's a big part of what we wanted to do but there's a bigger part to this than just all of what we just said there which is all of these arcs and there are many arcs um, some of them will be political, some of them will be combat focused, some of them will be um, with all different factions etc etc they link into an even bigger arc and that arc we have scoped until 2022
0: Alright arson your thoughts on all of that that's that that is so huge and i think that people it, it was easy to sort of miss some of the finer points of that in the in the sort of just orgasmic joy of 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 what they were doing
3: my my thoughts i cannot express the hype enough i know that's kind of cliche at this point cuz we're all hyped but the one of the things that I have loved about Elite over the years and have missed for the last year or so, however long Galnet's been off, is that drive to log in for no other reason than to check Galnet. And the fact that that's back, we've got it slated out to 2022. We're ramping up to Odyssey where we get new features. Eh, I just have to say thank you, Frontier. Um,. <laughs> I am along for the ride and I'm looking forward to reporting on stuff every week. Beautiful. Boss lady.
4: I'm just I'm so excited. Same same as Arson, but for me the the little tidbit in there and uh Wintermute pointed this out as well that the players will be able to affect that storyline that's planned out through 2022 that is i'm just so excited because not only are we going to be able to have news we are actually going to have an impact on which direction that storyline takes and i i can't wait for it to start coming out and be on the ground playing it
0: at multiple points pivots at the middle and end point of each arc absolutely jez
5: to echo what other people said yes the story is uh being impacted by players is fantastic. It's something that we've always done well in Elite Dangerous. We as players, whether it's been something official or not, have shaped this game um, through activities in-game and outside of it. But one thing we, we didn't pick up on there is one of the things that they said originally about taking Galnet offline a little bit and taking away community goals and those things was to double their efforts on Odyssey. Now, what it's telling me is if they've got Lawrence and other people focusing on the game the way it is right now, I'm pretty excited about the fact that um, it it shows that there's confidence that they're going to get Odyssey out in the time frame that they're planning, which is early next year, Mm. which, I mean, maybe it's reading between the lines, but that's that's one of the big kind of takeaways I got from all of that. Beautiful. Tweaked.
2: Well, for me, as a connoisseur of stories, what I really grabbed onto here, and I'm not sure if you heard it in that clip right there, but Arthur also said what they did, a two-year story arc, which alone is fantastic, but they worked backwards. They started at the end and went backwards all the way to the beginning to where we are right now. And what that tells me, is this is a very thoroughly thought-out story with a lot of detail and a lot of different ways for us to do things. And I'm super excited about an in-depth story of that caliber. And Roy, bring us home on that one.
1: I thought that um, I had, you know, I hear all these stories about the heyday of Elite back in 2015 when things were being discovered and there was Galnet and all these uh, fun things happening. And I thought I was going to have to wait for Odyssey, honestly, for some of that to come back. So I'm just thrilled that... They've chosen to kick this off now.
0: Right on, right on. All right, next up, at the 22-minute mark, Art, another important thing to stress is that this is content for Elite Dangerous now. Of course, it will cross over with Odyssey uh, when that launches, as it's all the same galaxy, but the content will be for everyone. And I see a question in chat. Will some of the previously what will some of the previous story threads be picked up then he smirks and says quite possibly yes but i'm not going to tell you which then both art and bruce start laughing and then he says i'm so excited i feel like a dungeon master in front of a massive gaming board with millions of players then at the 25 minute mark art on cgs community goals are coming back hand in hand with galnet first one comes back next week. They're going to be regular occurrence. 90% of them will be linking into that arc. And then I'm going to do one more and then I'll get your thoughts on that. And then art at the 27 minute mark. We're starting to be way more open than we have been before. I know in in detail what will happen for the next six months. After those six months, it thins out because we are waiting to see what you players do to affect the arcs. After that, I just know a few key parts as they are thinner thread uh, that will be fleshed out by the team based on player actions in the first six months. Let's start with Boss Lady B on this one.
4: Oh, 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 oh that's a lot to process but i i was just thinking huh dark wheel <laughs> i was going hmm next six months what do players do i mean this is just really exciting sitting there thinking about they're they're like the the gm you know they're the game master right now they know where things are going but they're excited to see what we do and that means this is going to be juicy i think that all of that means that what's coming up in the next six months is going to be juicy, and I too was kind of resigned to wait to Odyssey to have more content, and this, this is going to get people back in the game and interested in it, and I'm, yeah, this is, ooh, this is interesting.
0: Boss lady, you had me at Dark Wheel.
4: <laughs>
6: yes!
5: Yeah, from a, from a content creator point of view, it sometimes gets challenging if we're doing live content to figure out what to do, but all of this is just like, thank you. You're helping us. We're helping us. We're helping you. The player base is making this happen. And I think it can't be understated, like what you guys have done with Dark Will and even the people going out to get an insane amount of Fargoid hearts has probably made, you know, Arthur just came into the team think, well, heck, if if players are doing this, let's have some fun with it. So I think that, you know, just just the having fun with it and, and the players kind of calling the shots... Is, um it's good that it's been happening behind the scenes for so long over the last few months that it's been quiet but now that they're playing with us you know it's, it's like a two-way street thing and, and that's you know, yeah sorry father bill it's it's pretty freaking good
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think flipping is acceptable all right let's go with Roy so uh
1: this sort of ties into this coming out ahead of odyssey and i think what we're seeing here is a a seismic shift in what this game is and what i mean by that is uh this is not my opinion is this is not just hyping things up a few months ahead of odyssey i think what this is is this is the new game this is the new way elite is going to be played Odyssey just happens to be a module that's going to plug into it 6 months from now or 5 months from now or whenever.
0: Roy I want to have your babies. <laughs> that's that's I'm so oh uh, yes, absolutely all of the yes. Tweaked
2: Yeah, well, I I really don't know what else to say other than uh, I think Boss Lady said this is going to get people back in the game and I would argue that there's more people playing now than ever before at this point and this is only going to further that and Roy what you just said that's magical that that really is a great thought I have never been bored in this game as I've said on previous episodes and my god I need to find some time to to devote to this kind of a story that's going forward now how much fun is this
3: <laughs> Arson bring it home I just want to latch on to the comments about going into odyssey and the fact that now we don't know to what degree but they have said we will be able to interact with npcs if we've got this level of story moving forward and when we get odyssey we're going to be able to interact with stories just imagine the potential of what they may be bringing us in that i dig it
0: if everyone will allow me a moment i'm gonna take a victory lap i've been saying since what around january i've been saying dude the story's gonna come back it's gonna come back between oh i don't know sometime mid-august to october 1st guess what story's back and it dropped exactly in the 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 time frame of when i said it was gonna happen i've been telling everybody and everybody's been saying i'm nuts well feel a little vindicated. I'm just gonna uh, whatever I got to let that go because but oh my god, it it feels good. It feels good. All right. Art at the 28. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say
1: well deserved. Well deserved. You did. Thank you, sir. Good.
0: (laughs) Art at the 28 minute Mark question. There couldn't possibly be more could there Bruce Bruce answers Sprinkled throughout, there will be things to sort of give some flavor to the articles and uh, community goals. Uh, We're going to be reintroducing sort of bonus events, whereby activities that you perform in-game will have increased or different rewards. So if there was, say, a combat event to hunt down a particular group, you could receive sort of increased rewards for that. And this doesn't just apply to credits but also other rewards as well super interesting art at the 29 minute mark i'm seeing people ask about thargoids this is going out to you my axi brethren i'm seeing people ask about thargoid all i can say on the matter is that we have made sure that there is content for everyone within this overarching plan and these aren't gonna just be short events that run for a little and then stop and you have to wait for the next. Everything will link and build. We really wanted to make you feel like you were invested in the bigger picture. There's some stuff that's going to blow your socks off. Another thing we will be doing is seasonal events. So expect expect some things to be happening around certain times of the year. So definitely around the holidays, around Christmas time or whatever, there will be things happening and there will even be something spooky or scary, whatever, around Halloween. Uh, Calling it now, it's going to be a very Thargy Halloween. (laughs) All right, let's start with Roy, your thoughts on all of this.
1: So uh, what I really like about this is, you know, we we've talked uh, a while back about um, how other games get you to come back every week, uh, and the ones that jump to my mind are things like uh, Battle Pass, you know, or in in Destiny and Warframe, there's like a to-do list every week: go kill three of this, go fetch ten of that, and. And there's a lot of fear of missing out because there'll be special rewards or whatever, or it's just getting your meter full for that week. What I really love about what Art was saying is this feels like a much more engaging way to make people want to play the game without making them feel like it's a chore or they're going to miss out on something. This feels like fun.
3: Right on. Arson with the uh the rewards the bonus rewards i found that to be very interesting because i've only i only remember seeing the the bonus rewards one time and when i saw them it was one weekend so it was like double rewards for something but when they mentioned it for this i was like okay so that was a test way back then because they never really ran it after that but They explicitly said that these bonus rewards are going to be tied towards doing things specific to the narrative storyline. So for participating in it, you're going to earn more money than you would, or whatever other reward, than you would doing other things. Even if it's the same activity and would normally make a lower amount of money, which I think is pretty awesome. uh, Because one of the things that I always found turned some people off of participating in the narrative was... They really wanted their credits, and they felt like they needed to grind, because for some reason that's what people do. But I don't think that's going to be an issue moving forward, and I think that's a really, really good move on their part. Beautiful. tweet.
2: Well, a couple of things on this. Uh, the first part that Arson was just talking about, when they were talking about other rewards than just credits, I'm wondering if that mean does that mean paint jobs? Uh, I remember doing a CG where I got a free paint job for my Cobra does that mean engineering materials because let's be fair if you're doing any kind of engineering your mats are the real currency in this game Uh, that would get me to participate in those things a lot quicker than offering up some credits and really uh, the other part of it is uh, I just totally lost my train of thought reading the chat, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's all right.
0: I've got answers for you coming up soon, but first let's hop over to Jez, your thoughts on this?
5: Yeah, I mean, the, some of the, the events have been, like you were saying, for, uh, enhanced um, engineering materials, and I think that that would hopefully tie in to the idea of, right, if we need to get our ships built quickly, get our mats quickly, get right back into the action and get in the middle of this, i mean that's that to me is what i'm hoping to see in a bonus event because i mean i've always said it as well the materials are probably what you consider the bigger currency than actual credits themselves in the game
0: absolutely boss lady
4: well, kind of like Arson was talking about what I latched on to was there's going to be something for everyone. And I know especially with all the kind of the brokenness of credits through mining, I'm looking forward to seeing kind of gameplay loops added in that trigger some PVP or exploration trade Having these different events that will get people and incentivize people and get people excited about doing the different things in game, not just, oh, I'm going to make a bunch of money, but oh, I can I can do this. I can do that. And that piece is that they're going to kind of open that up is really exciting.
0: Absolutely.
4: Absolutely.
2: And one other thing for me if is the the seasonal stuff, the, the the Halloween hints that he gave out and maybe the Christmas. I don't remember this ever being a thing in Elite Dangerous. I mean, I know if I log in on Red Dead Online during Christmas time and I walk in a saloon, the piano player is playing Christmas songs, things like that. Always thought that was a nice little touch. I don't mm. know what they could do in Elite, but I am certainly game to, to, to find out. That sounds very intriguing to me and props to them for – for doing that kind of stuff just giving us more things to look forward to
0: sure some fun little things where do this and do that and you get a you know halloweeny bobblehead or a halloweeny decal or a paint job that's super christmasy or whatever there's there's tons of stuff that they could do and i dig it it's all part of the flavor man these are so it's basically like the, the story of the you know the soup the rock soup where it's like okay Mm -hmm. you start with this then you add a little that you add a little this each of the things independently might not be a game seller it might not be the most the sexiest thing ever but if you combine you know 10 little ingredients and you mix them right you end up with a, a a vastly superior product so okay moving on to the next point we've got Art at 32 minutes. Another thing I can say is we will be putting back some tourist beacons and putting back some bits for players on them. I want to name some stations and do some things to recognize the community. It's something I'm going to be getting into. Then at 35 minutes, there will be more info about the NMLA, which is the Neo Marlin Liberation Army. As that story unfolds, players will have the ability to dig into that and find out more about those guys. Now, then it brings up a very, very, sort of interesting point for me. So so Art is telling us right there, we need to investigate this. Now, let's start for a second and examine the premise. The Neo Marlin Liberation Army. Let's do a little class for those new people to elite that don't quite know what that means. So Marlin was the chick who was this sort of genius, charismatic leader-type person who founded the Empire. She was sick of the corruption and the businesses running stuff and taking advantage of people that was rampant at that time frame in the early exploration of space uh, that was by the Federation. And so she got a group of followers and hopped up on ships and flew off to Achenar. Akinar was so far away at the time that they were kind of not be messed with by anyone and she had this idea of building this utopia where everybody was going to be chill and it was going to be very uh, kind of a funky commune cool we all work for the greater good and nobody's taking advantage of anyone. kind of a thing then she got murked by her brother and this isn't sort of official but it's unofficial that's so well known everybody knows it she got murdered by her brother who immediately threw all of her hippy-dippy ideas of let's be chill with each other out the window and instituted an empire of, I am in charge, and all of my progeny will be in charge, and I am the king and the emperor and the whatever, and we're going to have slaves, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to do whatever. So a Neo-Marlin Liberation Army, you're looking at sort of a leftist group that is looking to try to get rid of The ideas of like slavery and this tie to the empire, where a lineal a a family line will rule over people, they want to get back to being sort of chill and hippie-like. If that is the case, and that's who these people are, why the hell would they pick Ashling Duvall to be the first person they attack? The only person of all of the Duvalls that's like, hey guys, let's end slavery and sort of be nicer to people. That makes. Absolutely no sense. This story does not hold water. So maybe either A, the NMLA is a front for, you know, Thargoid uh, uh, infected, infested, whatever, you know, people that are doing stuff behind the scenes for their own agenda or B, it's this is a lie and it's something else or C, there's some part of this. I don't know what it is. It's too early in the story. But there's some part of the story that does not make sense. And then you add in the fact that they have access to military-grade weapons with Thargoid caustic damage. There's stuff in here. And he's telling us this is not, okay, we're going to throw you a vague story that doesn't make sense. And, oh, well, that's it. He's saying there's more coming on this story soon about this NMLA. He wants us to dig into this. He wants us to investigate. Arson, bring up the... The, the uh picture from 35 minutes and 20 seconds into the stream i want to I want to point out something they did this stream and in it they made a very particular point of like stopping the talking and every once in a while going back to the station Bruce kept going back to rescue people now the first time he did it they had it to where it was in the camera mode where you couldn't see you know it was in the external camera view because uh art was covering the camera work But the second time they did it, you see what is right up there on screen. Even though he pulled into Garrido Market Station, you see very clearly that the station is mislabeled as Louis Delacal Metalworks XXXXX. Now, Louis Delacal, I looked this up. It's named after a French astronomer from the 1750s who observed over 10,000 stars from the Cape of Good Hope, which is in now what is modern South Africa. He mapped 13 constellations. So, uh, in the show notes, we will have the Wikipedia for Nicolas Louis de Lacaille, and I'm—I'm I'm sure I am—you uh, know—murdering that name. But guess what? We've we're two and oh and rescuing you from the German. So I can pronounce it however the hell I like. Uh, This to me seems like a super, super obvious clue where they're saying like, Hey, dig into stuff. Now, M Graham was asking just a little bit ago, like, Hey, do you think we can look into this now? Whatever. I think that's a clue that people should be looking into now. I'm not smart enough to know where exactly that goes, but look into it now. Maybe it's a glitch, but considering all of the weird shit, you've got, A terrorist organization attacking the one person saying let's end slavery Which they're sort of anti-slavery leftists, that makes no sense You've got Thargoids, you know, weaponry doing weird damage You've got the false reports, you've got all kinds of weird shit You've got the storyteller telling you, no, no, it's a mystery It makes sense, we're leaving you breadcrumbs, look into it And they put out a stream where they made a point of showing the one time they showed his screen. And I, I'm, I'm hearing reports that if you go, because I've looked into it a little, the first time you go, you show Garrito Market. The second time you go, you show this Louis de la Cal. I'm waiting for some smart people to look into this shit and give me an answer. What do you think? Where does this go? There's breadcrumbs here. Let's follow them. All right, let's start with Jez, your thoughts on all of this.
5: I mean a lot of this is is new stuff that i've been coming uh sort of just recently come into contact with But it's it's not like it's not unlike Fdev to 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 throw us uh you a know, curveball and things like that and i know a lot of people talked about this thinking oh no it's just a common graphical glitch or something like that but uh i have to listen to you talk about it you know you've got me convinced uh it's it's much more than that
0: well i can sell tinfoil hats to anybody so maybe i'm wrong maybe it's just a glitch but i find it highly interesting and super super scratching my itch for like oh there's a mystery here i'm like Mulder, man i want to believe boss lady tell me what you think
4: i mean i'm kind of in the same uh boat as wks this is the first time i'm hearing this information and it's it just yeah it gets me excited just thinking about being able to go um fly to these stations test them out it's the same thing when the odyssey trailer came out i know a lot of us were going out to the systems that were shown on that and it seems it seems very likely that fdev cut to these moments on purpose <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right and let's go with Tweaks. what do you think about all this brother
2: well i'll take the other point there where he mentioned player Beacons for players. I'm I'm wondering what he means by that. Does that mean that there's going to be a beacon for Salome out there? Because I wasn't playing when that event happened. I hadn't found a lead at that point in time. I would love to be able to fly out to a tourist beacon, scan it, and hear the voice acting. You know, hear Salome's calls oh, and all that kind of stuff, and get a recap of that story. I I would love that. So or
0: just as a the- heads. Just as a heads up, you can go right now to the Panacea Medical Center. It's a it's a hospital space station out in the galaxy. You can go to that and hear Salome's. Uh, she has her whole recorded. If you've if you're hearing this, that means I'm dead. And then like five or six pieces. Here's my story. But Very I'm cool. I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you there. Hop, uh, go ahead and continue Tweak
2: No, I was just going to say, I know something else that FDev used to do, and I think they have subsequently stopped doing, but when commanders who have played the game for a while would pass away in real life, there are a couple different occasions where there is a memorial in space for Mm -hmm. for that commander, and I'm wondering if they're going to honor the commanders in that way again, if they're going to just start being able to approve that kind of thing again, that would be very cool. I think more what it was referring to is there used to be a bunch of weird
0: little beacons that had little mysteries and little things that would point you in places. And I think he's talking about putting in some of that stuff. As far as the station naming, that's more of a Memorial type thing or like a special thing of like, you've got obsidian terminal. That's, you know, obviously uh, acknowledging the work that obsidian ant has done with regard to the game. and, 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 and I think maybe that's more along the lines of like, wow. We're going to, you know, honor, uh, you know, Jez for this amazing, uh, live stream where he raised a bunch of money for special effect or, or, or played her for, you know, the, you know, the stuff that he's done or different, different people in different ways like that. I think those are two. One is adding in a, a kind of group of mysteries for fun stuff, funsies for us to play with. And the other one is more of a, a special kind of a, this is, you know, for you as a, as a memorial type thing. Um let's see arson your thoughts uh
3: i don't have anything to say about it i'm trying to see if i can get it to trigger it at this other station that i'm at right now Uh, so far yeah i'm not even gonna try uh (laughs) but uh so far no go which just raises it like i don't have a passenger cabin so i've called my fleet carrier so i'm gonna Keep trying to do that in the background and see if we get some. You can results. you can
0: actually buy passenger cabins at those stations. They make it to where you can
3: buy them. It's the oh, one thing you can buy. Fantastic! Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. <laughs> Meanwhile, You're welcome. I'll be experimenting. Continue on. Beautiful. Uh, and did
0: I hit Roy? I don't think I hit. Not Roy. yet. Not yet. Roy, hop in here, brother. Hmm. A couple keep? things.
1: Uh, for me, the thing about the tourist beacons, where I thought about with that is, um, there's already a mechanism in the game that you know, uh, to a degree, motivates exploration because you get to put your your name on something that you found. Um, maybe this is a kind of an expansion of that where, uh, you know, the forces involved that helped turn the tide of the Battle of Torn 03 or whatever, uh, all these major events that are going to unfold between now and 2022, maybe there's an opportunity for individuals and organizations to be commemorated just as if it was a historical battle, in those sorts of situations. So, that's that's what I thought about with that. Um, as far as the uh, the name um, that came up on the on on the station, I would say uh, I wonder how many of those. And I'm looking at this right now. I wonder how many of those constellations that uh, uh, that he discovered uh, have five stars in them, because there was five X's under that name.
0: yeah man i mean that's yes get the tinfoil hats going let's let's do it i want to correct something i just gave some bad information out on the stream and i want to correct it immediately uh i i'm what i not what i meant but what i misremembered you can get the the cabins at the rescue site so uh, the ship just outside you can get the cabins there we Inside go my apologies <laughs> i wanted to correct that you know so i didn't have people going oh all right. Uh, did I get everybody on those last points? I did, I think. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Um, now, so, so uh, tweaked just asked about decals. Uh, art at 38 minutes. Um, there will be various rewards for the community goals. Some might be decals and paint jobs. Others might be stuff like, ooh, I can't actually say, but the others, it's classified, but there will be rewards maybe affecting the price of certain things or maybe even grander than that. But I can't say just now. That's at the 38-minute mark. At the 39-minute mark, art. Will the stories extend to Colonia? I can't give out any clues about that. A lot of work has been done by Lawrence and the writing team, and I don't want to cock it up. And then at the 40-minute mark... Will there be permits offered as rewards for any of this? He looks at the camera and says, I mean, permits are rewards, but I'm not going to get into details on any of that and say which ones. (laughs) That right there, I'm like, uh, excuse me. Hello. This is me tapping the bottom of the table there with something. Uh, Yeah, I, I would like some permits, please. That's keep your decals. I'll take some permits. All right. Let's start with, uh, Jez, your thoughts.
5: Yeah, um... Are <laughs> you... I'm just, oh, yeah... All about just trying to find the unknown. I'm kind of, like, um... There's so much in that, that point there, but... Finding some permits, I mean, let's be honest, like, as an explorer through and through, which I am, I'm all about finding and being given access to new places, no matter, you know, what lies behind. I just want to see you know, everything that i can that that's not been seen before so i'm all about that boss <laughs>
6: lady
4: i'm also excited about seeing the storyline extend out into colonia and we've thrown around some ideas of oh is there you know suddenly what happens if the thargoids you know show up out there or you know pyrie was talking about the children of Raxla. wouldn't it be interesting if there were some nuggets out further that kind of incentivize that travel and yeah that little breadcrumb about colonia Ooh, i'm excited yeah
3: mm, arson also like the idea of having a reason to go to Colonia, other than looking at the very beautiful star uh, field (laughs) out there. Beautiful. And tweaked.
2: Yeah, it would be very cool, for example, if the Thargoids attacked in such high numbers that those that live out in colonia couldn't defend themselves and we from the bubble have to take our fleet carriers or our ax ships and get out there however which way we can and and try to defend them you know it would be an intriguing and exciting storyline that everybody would be trying to participate in
0: mm. roy
1: uh when i heard art talking about the other rewards or various rewards where my mind went with this is look, he was a fan of this game before he got the job he's got now. And, and it shows. He, yeah, and he knows what things are valuable to people. I think that gives him a broader range of creativity around what rewards might actually matter. So I'm I'm uh, preparing to be amazed with that.
6: Mm.
0: Beautiful. Alright, at the 41 minute mark will the Planet Tech apply to non-Odyssey Worlds? Yes, it will apply to all planets, every planet. At the 42-minute mark, will atmospheres in Odyssey be breathable? Response, no. There will be fun aspects of play regarding the suit. We'll talk more on it later. But no. This to me screams survival mechanics. I hope to God that they don't make the mistake of going balls deep on survival mechanics. Do not, do not, do not make it required to like oh you have to keep track of your eating and your drinking and your sleeping that's bad gameplay but some survival mechanics we already have in the game you have to keep track of your fuel you have to keep track of your hull percentage and what have you you have to keep track of your SRV hull and your your you know fuel and whatnot. I think it's good to have some sort of balance you don't want to go too far to the left and make it a hundred percent realistic because that's no fun. You don't want to go too far to the right and make it super, super like meh, ignore it. You're just walking around like it's nothing because that sort of takes out of the, the, the balancing. You want to find the sweet spot where you say certain survival mechanics, i.e. energy for your suit or fuel, if you call it whatever, it's just an upgrade, you know, just transposing the fuel bar into your energy, power supply on your suit, okay? uh some sort of heat and radiation mechanics so you you can't you know be out indefinitely you have to keep track of you need again energy to regulate your heat and you need uh uh some you know some marking of after the two hour mark or whatever you have to come back in because of your 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 your, you know too much radiation or like whatever but find the sweet spot somewhere in between there where like you can still get out and walk around for an hour maybe But like, then you have to come back in, whatever. You don't want to turn it into a very uber hyper-realistic of like, okay, I'm 12 minutes out of the seat. Now i got to get back in my scooter or I'm dead. That's just no fun. Don't do that. All right. Art at the 42-minute mark. There are a number of suits that will be available in Odyssey, and some of these will have specific functions or be used for specific tasks. And then at the 43-minute mark, Will the suits have flashlights? Yes, of course they will. So long as you have power in your suit. This has gotten some people thinking along the lines of, you know, caves or spelunking, i.e. the way that that Star Citizen has sort of caves or whatever. I would love to see it. I don't think that we've seen anything just yet that indicates that. But I think that this would be something when they say various, uh, what did they say? Various new locations or whatever that to me would scream out when you say like okay if you were talking about putting caves or 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 tunnels or something in 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 planets that would scream out as a thing to absolutely look into at that point so let's start with boss lady b your thoughts on those points
4: oh this there's so much to delve into right there oh we get flashlights yes um I think that the different suits with different functionality is exciting because it takes what we have with different ships in the game and having a ship for this or a ship for that. uh, I think it's important to have the kind of customizing what you're doing, having the gear for it and then I agree I think that there's going to be something with the battery running out because we already have the fuel and then are we going to have a version of the fuel rats to save people whose suits are low and you know somehow oxygen replenishing is there going to be that player to player kind of hooking up and um, connecting so there's oh this is a rabbit hole of of exciting (laughs) possibilities
0: yeah right on all right, Jess.
5: I am going to be a buzzkill on this one. I don't like any idea of survival elements in Elite Dangerous, whilst it works in other games. I like the feeling of freedom when I'm out exploring, and I, I, I respect the fact that we need to keep an eye on our heat and our fuel when we're in the, the ships. But if, if they do this wrong, and I think there's a very, very big potential that any game designer could do this wrong, um, they could very well end up detracting from the main gameplay experience so this is one i'm going to be watching with kind of squinted eyes through i'm not really into the idea at all unfortunately
0: i i completely agree with you uh that this is a pit trap that i hope they don't fall into and go overly realistic and i just gotta have a call out for pete underscore sb Fuel rats equal battery bunnies, question mark? I love the
2: name. I hope that
0: it's not super needed, but I love the name. Tweet your thoughts?
2: Yeah, well, I'll disagree a little bit. I think elite dangerous is trying to be a simulation and when i play it right now it does it feels like another life i don't have a separate life with a whole different family than my own and everything like that like like the old movies or some people might but (laughs) elite dangerous is my separate life and it feels like a real one i've got things to do things to accomplish and having survivability survival tactics in the game just it's the next step if i'm exploring a desert or an ice planet, then I need to monitor my suit's oxygen, because if I were doing that in real life, I would imagine I'd have to monitor my oxygen. So I want that in the game. I agree, don't go too far with it to where it detracts from the gameplay, but I think it would detract from the gameplay to not have any amount of it whatsoever. On the whole uh, suits having flashlights, I too, like you, Kai, first thing I thought of was caves. The second thing I thought of is, well, what if it's not just caves, but what if we can now land, for example, at Dav's Hope and go inside those creepy buildings and there's no power so it's dark and you get to explore that kind of stuff and there's just so many cool things that we could be getting to do down the line.
0: You're jumping ahead to the next point, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Roy.
1: I uh, I agree with boss lady on this. The suits are the new ships. Yep. And and I would tie this in with you know art again. Art knows the game. He knows what's fun in the game and he chose to say that there will be fun aspects of play regarding the suit. So, what I the comparison I draw to that is, you know, what's fun about what's fun about ships? Well, you get to choose them. You get to buy parts for them and change them out and you get to engineer them. I think the same thing is going to be true of the suits. Um, as far as the, uh, as far as the, the, and, and I guess I'd say too, as far as it being a survival mechanic, well, again, if we're going to, and this has been said in previous communications too, that they're looking to extend the play modes that already exist in Elite into the modes in Odyssey. Well, what's the survival mechanics in your ship? If you run out of fuel, you can't fly anymore. And then eventually you can't breathe. Yeah, if no, you re- and overheat, overheating as well. Get too close, you blow up. If you and stuff starts breaking, if you um, lose too much hull, you blow up. That's pretty mm-hmm. much it. If they're just looking to extend that mechanic into suits, um, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a lot of exotic additional survival modes. Um, I mean, maybe there'll be some differences, but I, I don't see them uh, going way, way afield from that. As far as the flashlight thing, um, the way he answered that question, where He kind of caught himself and he said something like you know when i first heard the question i just just naturally assumed well of course there will be a flashlight to me that was a bit of a tell that again this is going to be a similar mode that you would use a light for on a ship it i don't think there's caves i think this is simply he just assumed there's a light because there's dark places and it's if there was some brand new mechanic around caves i think that would have been much more front of mind for him when he answered that question
0: I mean, yeah let's keep in mind there are definitely tidal locked planets where you're gonna be on the dark side yeah always yeah something too yeah all right uh did I hit arson
3: no i was feeling left out arson <laughs> i that's why i specifically <laughs> called on you uh so I, on the caves since, since roy just mentioned it i i i genuinely i i would love for there to be with caves when i played star wars galaxies back in the day uh when i first discovered that caves existed in that game and i started exploring them i thought that was freaking cool there was nothing more awesome than just stumbling across a hole on the ground and seeing what the hell was in it i don't think that that's coming but if it is hell yes but the thing that i'm more interested to talk about though is uh the survival mechanics i'm probably the minority on this panel here um i love hardcore survival stuff i'm the kind of person that modded my skyrim to where when i was in the mountains i had to freaking go get a campfire i'd freeze to death i'd have to eat all that stuff now for elite I really genuinely feel that that level isn't really necessary because our ships are so massive, even the smallest ones that it is totally believable that I could put enough food in a cabinet somewhere to feed myself (laughs) for years and years and years Mm -hmm. and never have to go anywhere to get it. But I absolutely want to have uh, limited reserves like the fuel and the heat management and and all that for my suit. Um, one of the things i this is a slight offshoot but it has to do with the suit and survival i really 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 want to see the jet packs and the fuel for those be our key survival thing because i want and I, I hope our jet packs aren't just uh hop off a little ledge and cushion our fall i want to fly around like they fly around in star wars as the damn mandalorians and rocket troopers I want that level of backpack and I want the fuel management for that to be my key survival element, especially for whatever they mentioned about uh, organics. Um, If some of those might try to eat me, I feel like my jetpack fuel is my survival mechanic.
0: (laughs) So that's where
3: I'm at. All right. So
0: moving to the next point, Art at the 44 minute mark and this is huge and i think a lot of people glossed over this the next dev diary has been filmed and is in editing one of the things that i'm allowed to tell you is that one of the things that will be featured in the next dev diary is a station interior it will be the first time you will get to see a station interior from a first person perspective quote and I think it will give you all an idea for a lot of the things we are aiming for and what the devs are working really hard to put together. Some of this will be procedurally generated, but a lot of this is going to be handcrafted. We're working on a lot of locations here and it's an awful lot of work. Hard at the 45 minute mark, I push really hard Really, really hard today. I wanted to end this stream with the announcement date of the next Dev Diary, but it's still being worked on. We'll have further information on that very soon. All right. So what that tells me is a couple things. Number one, we were told that one of the Dev Diaries was going to be on locations. Locations. Okay. Now, we were told earlier that several of those locations are going to be in space and on planet side. But when you say stations and you say in space and planet side, that means space station and regular station. They did specifically say space station on the stream. That was one of the things. They said it's one of the places in space. I'm at a loss to figure out where the other places are. But since we know that a dev diary is coming up that's all about locations, and we know that he said, art said specifically here that the next dev diary is going to feature a location specifically space stations among other lo- uh, other things. I could say, or I am, I, I submit that what they're telling us here clearly is the next dev diary that we're probably going to get announced next week, a date and time for is going to be about locations. And what he told us very clearly here is that this one in the space stations The first-person perspective is going to give us an idea of a lot of the things that they're aiming for i think what he's telling us here is we're going to see a bar location we're going to see some sort of you know uh like hub player hub where you get together for group missions i think we're going to see a lot of hints here on the location stream that will give us kind of the breadcrumbs of what's coming later on the gameplay loop streams. We're going to see a lot of the how, you know, in this one that's about locations, it's going to give us hints about the whole player interactivity stuff. Um, so, and I think, like I said, I think next week you're going to hear about, okay, it's coming on this day at this time. I think you're going to hear it announced next week, and I think you're going to actually see the thing before the end of the month. All right, your thoughts are similar.
3: The fact that they confirmed stations, uh, that made me happy. I was really, really, really hoping for both stations and ship interiors, but I knew I was being greedy with that, and I genuinely was like, okay, I'm going to set the expectation that both of those may come later on in the year. But when they straight up said stations, that just blew my mind because it was a hope, but not an expectation. And the... uh, more than anything, I am looking forward to I I hope, I really hope that they have CZs that you can fight on foot inside the stations when a station is being fought over. That is something that I've wanted to do ever since my first CZ.
0: Shit hot. Yeah. That sounds great. All right, Roy, your thoughts?
3: So, I've been looking for a spot to bring this
1: up, and maybe this is it because it's about the stations. uh, The thing that's that I've been wondering about with, with how are we going to interact with the station, and this has been brought up by numerous people, is are we going to be replacing, for example, the way we go and get missions with simply now we just have to wait five more minutes because we have to walk to go do what is you know we're going to do? Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they've solved for that. Mm. How, how does it make it compelling? To, I mean, yes, it'll be pretty, and it'll be exciting to walk around and get the scale, and I'm sure there'll be lots of beautiful things to look at. Um, But if all you're doing is, you know, sometimes when you play this game, you're grinding some stuff out, and it's about efficiency and time. Uh, And then other times it is about really enjoying the beauty of it and taking it easy and hanging out with friends and so forth.
0: So- I'll make you you a bet right now, Roy. Yeah. $20. I got $20 if you want to take me up on it that says, All the missions you get now from the board you still get from the board the only thing that you're going to get from actually walking down and doing whatever all the stuff that you get now there's no reason for them to change how you get that you're going to still get it the exact same way the new content the missions of walking around on foot the parts about buying so like buying modules for your ship still going to be on the board just the same way it was buying modules on your suit is going to be going to the walking into the store and hello, sir, let me pick up some fucking jet blasters or whatever. I think it's going to be that.
1: Yeah. You just took my point. I I was going to say, no, 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 no. It's I, I fully agree with you. It's, and the, the point, the reason this, this sort of occurred to me, uh, through part of what art was saying earlier is look, and this feeds into this idea that, that, Odyssey is just a module now that's plugged into the larger enterprise of Elite and for all the people that don't get Odyssey they're still going to get all those missions the same way and why wouldn't you have like you're not going to reboot into Horizons to get the old way of getting missions if you don't want to walk down the hall. I think they'll just like you say make it so that everything you do now you can still do from the left and the right panel and the up and the down panel and it's it's going to be something else. Mm -hmm. um that makes you want to get out of the ship i'm curious to see what you know how compelling that is uh so that it isn't uh super grindy but i'm you know i'm confident they'll they'll surprise us again
0: now what could be good and i'm seeing from the stream is you could get all the same missions that you get right now the same way but what if there were alternative new mission givers where it's like hey, this shady guy in a bar has a treasure map type mission or whatever, that could be cool too. As an augmentation, not a replacement for existing game loops.
1: Well, and I think we've been a bit spoiled. I mean, I play lots of other games where you have to go into the city or the dungeon or the the whatever and walk to the guy or the gal and get the thing. You know, like that's normal. And we've been a bit spoiled, I think, in that we could sit and go click, click, click with our hotas and have five missions lined up. So.
2: All right, tweaked yeah on that point i'm actually good with it either way really if they keep it as is on the menu give you that option but if they change it and make me walk down the hall and see the mission giver and talk to the different factions and and go immersive like that i'm totally fine with that Uh, i again i'll reference red Dead playing the single player you walk around And you talk to NPCs all the time. You get missions from NPCs, and I was totally immersed with it. And if Elite wants me to do that, I am confident that I will have nothing but fun with it. Uh, I'm really excited for this one, if it's going to show. I mean... I think I said earlier, previously they had only said social hubs and and then another article referenced planetary landings. This is the first time they've come out and said space stations, which I am super intrigued and excited to see what this is going to look like and what kind of gameplay we have. Because again, I'll reference their statement about the ship interiors where they said they wanted to focus their attention to where there was more valuable gameplay. Which mm-hmm. implies that there is going to be some kind of valuable gameplay on these stations. Mm. Boss lady.
4: Oh, I mentioned at this one. So they say <laughs> quite literally that some will be procedurally generated, but a mm-hmm. lot are going to be handcrafted. And that mm-hmm. to me, I was just talking about this on stream yesterday, is... I mean, already the stations have a different feel depending on which segment of space you're in. But if you have to go to kind of like a crummy dive bar on an outer moon, kind of almost Firefly feeling. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you're in the, the Imperial kind of shiny... Pretty, you know, overly very rich kind of environment. So the fact they're hand crafting, I think, may tie into some of the gameplay loops and some of the feeling of being in that space, which I think more than anything, Odyssey is going to put us more in the game than we already are so having that feeling of oh i'm in imperial space it's it's all pretty and you know maybe that's because of their imperial slaves and maybe i'm out in the the boonies and it's really gritty and so it'll give us more of that tangible feeling and i
5: oh i can't wait for them to release
0: that <laughs> infectious all right jez
5: yeah um, out of all of that i completely agree with the missions thing um having enhanced mission features by getting off your ship would be great but keep with With what you know as well, but uh from and I don't like comparing all of these games, but this one feels real valid when they're talking about handcrafting and and a mix of handcrafting and procedural generations. One thing that I've noticed playing star Citizen is the the areas inside are like oh, and then it's, it's, it's amazing but easy to get lost in and then on the other scale of that, you've got no man's sky, where it's all very static and predictable you've been to one you've been to most of them but I get the feeling that by them going with the mix of the two it's going to hit that sweet spot. They're going to go with familiarity, but also those set pieces, those things that make you just go, "Mm, mm," you know?
0: Yeah, man. Beautiful. All right, we're going to run the gambit and get to the end of the stream here. I'm going to hit a bunch of points and then we'll do a roundup. Ready? Here we go. Um, Number one, Bruce at the 46 minute mark. I see people in chat asking about new ships. That is yet to be confirmed. We cannot tell you just yet. I'm gonna assert that you don't say that if the answer is no. Obviously the answer is yes, because as a company, you don't put out a $40 game about flying spaceships and say, we don't have any spaceships for you just now. You give people spaceships, but I think Bruce more or less, I love, I love Bruce. Bruce is an awesome guy. And Bruce is the guy that will give you the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and say it without saying it. I think right there, he just said, absolutely, you're getting new ships. You know, uh, we can't confirm it just yet. We can't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're getting new ships. Duh. All right. Art 47 minutes. Again, he was asked about the Thargoids. And again, he said, everyone will get content. <laughs> I'm telling you, my AXI brethren, it's not seven months that you're going to have to wait. Trust me. It's coming very, very soon. And when it comes, it's coming harder than you've ever had it before you're going to be so psyched, you're not going to know what to do with yourselves. Trust me. It's coming soon. Art, 49 minutes. We may be adjusting CGs to account for fleet carriers. Of course, you're going to have to. We can do shit now. We have force projection that we never had before. It's going to be good. Art, at the 50-minute mark. Do we have a flow chart that says... If community does A, go to story A. If community does B, go to story B. Then he stopped, he laughed, to be honest. Yeah, kind of. We have it all worked out. We decided to start the story at the end and work backwards, so that's how the arc works. But, yeah. Bruce, at the 52-minute mark, question. In chat, will Gaonet just be covering stories like this, tied directly to in-game events, The answer is that there will be some stories tied to tangible in-game events like this and others tied to, quote, surrounding events in the galaxy which aren't necessarily activities which are tangible, but rather are adding flavor and letting you know about events that are happening in the greater story. But what we wanted to be mindful of is to avoid uh, encouraging people to go somewhere and look for something if there's nothing there. It's not something tangible. If it's not something tangible, we will also try to make that clear in the article. Uh, So what he's saying there is the, quote, fluff, it's going to be back. We're getting story to make the whole galaxy richer, to make it more alive, the political stuff and all that shit. But they're going to make sure that they don't send you out looking for Gan Romero's ship, if there's no ship out there Alright, let's start with Tweaks, your thoughts on all this
2: Uh Where do we even Start with that, there's just so much New ships, I hadn't even Considered, with all of Odyssey Coming and now all of this coming The thought of new ships hadn't even crossed My mind, now I'm Kind of wondering, geez, uh, yeah Go fill up on mats, because there's going to be new ships To engineer, can't wait Just, just so much good stuff coming Beautiful, Arson
3: I'm
0: and Roy. <laughs> um,
1: let's see. Uh, I think. I think what I would say about this is, uh, you know, read my lips. Thargoids are coming. That seemed pretty obvious. Um, and. Gosh, what else? there's. They were bursting to tell us more. I, I I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, gonna, yep. There's, there's going to be so much stuff coming out in the next few weeks. They were just like on the edge of their seat, hopping up and down, bursting to tell us more, so that was that was fun to see.
3: Okay, let's try Arson again see if his Discord is playing nicer. Is it playing nice now? Yes, I hear you. Excellent, okay. So, one of the things, boss, boss, I'm kind of backtracking just a slight bit here, but Boss Lady uh, mentioned uh, the handcrafted stuff, and when she was talking about it it made me think about the article that came out today about the upgrading of the outposts for fleet carriers and i'm wondering if those were gonna see the exteriors of these and start to get hype for what they look like but i've always wanted uh to see outposts be expanded significantly because if you look at them they're all modular And they're procedurally generated and laid out, but they're really limited in uh, how many parts are put on them. Some of my favorites that have the the most awesome combinations are scientific outposts. I'm super curious to see if the new updated outposts with the new large pads are going to be really, really badass places and specifically designed as these new player hubs that we've been hearing about. Beautiful, boss lady.
4: Oh man, now now my brain's thinking about the uh, the generation ships, the scientific. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, right. this is a total rabbit hole. Yeah, um, I just I think that it was really lovely to break all of this down into pieces because, like you said, there's there's a lot more to come, and they're bursting to tell us all this information. And even just in that one live stream, we had to really chunk it down into different sections just absorb all the information so i'm really excited for what's what's coming up and what they haven't said yet
5: oh jez yeah 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 um for what they haven't said is a great point i was thinking that too because remember how we we broke the news it was like braben being a bit cheeky on a a, was a gamescom yeah when we was getting into the fargoid stuff so they don't you know it's what they they we between the lines but i was kind of thinking one thing on all of those points when it comes to new ships uh, think of the drake meme here like eh, but i'm really like what about more srv type stuff that, that's the ah, for me so hopefully but throwing this out here one thing i wouldn't put past fdev with what they're doing now is before odyssey came out if they're gonna retool some stations what if they was like oh yeah okay so we're gonna give you a preview on what inside of a ship or inside of a place is like i wouldn't put it past them now yeah don't get too hyped on that but it you know, wouldn't it be cool if they just kind of put that little thing in there before you know odyssey came out but we'll, we'll see I'm, I'm roasting the glasses on that one mm, beautiful stuff all right so that is our summation of just
0: the stream and that took some time but like I said, I think there was a lot in there. I don't know. Just just a one-word answer, show of hands. Did In us going over this, people on the stream f- put it in now, is there anything that you didn't know that you heard that you're like, wait, what? And and I'm going to go through. Roy, was there anything that you heard here that you were like, holy shit, I didn't catch that?
1: Uh, Yeah,
3: There's, there's there was a few things for sure. Um, Arson. Oh, oh yep. Good yep. Yep. yeah. Arson. Uh, yes, absolutely. I I heard something new I hadn't heard before. Boss Lady. Oh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Tweaked.
2: Yeah, definitely, no doubt. And Jez.
5: It's a clean, clean sweep. It's a yes. <laughs> so, like, I, I, we're a bunch of people that are
0: kind of more than casually interested in the subject. We all watch the stream, and yet when you break it down and go line by line, it takes some time to really absorb it. There's more. Even there than we caught So I, I hope that people are Going to find this information and go like Oh shit man I'm even more excited now So I, I, I hope you guys like it Alright so next up in the chronology was They posted the Post uh, the forum post It was posted by Paul yesterday At three in the afternoon uh, Eastern time okay and it says Greeting commanders yada 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 You know cgs are back all the stuff that we've already said Okay cool Uh but it, I wanna make sure that I highlight a couple of points. Um let's see here, the dedicated team. Of course, Galnet's back, pa the glimpse, ba ba roll into action. Today's gal- there was a line here that I featured okay, featuring new plot threads and some returning favorites from the past. This galactic story will be shaped by you. That they're You know, we've got the Halsey thing. We've got the Gam Romero thing. We've got stuff with the Thargoids. We've got stuff. There's all there was supposed to be an election last year that that Hudson was supposed to be and they just they just went straight up, you know, Chinese uh, Communist Party style. and was like, nah, we're not gonna have an election. He's still rolling shit. Like there's there are stories here. There's new stuff coming and I'm excited for that. But there's old stuff in there. That's that's super, super interesting. If you're wondering what this means, Galnet, we covered. Community goals, we covered. Bonus and seasonal events, we covered. An ongoing multi-arc extending uh, narratives, extending beyond the launch of Odyssey into 2022, we covered. Opportunities to reshape corporations and markets, and the potential to change the diplomatic landscape of the galaxy as we know it. I think that the NMLA might be a front for somebody that's coming after the purple princess in power play. I think that this is the opening gambit. We're going to see stuff with regard to the federation side as well. We're going to see stuff with regard to independence. We're going to see stuff with regard to the alliance. I think that there's a chance that we may see some form of power play shakeup here. We may see different opportunities happen and you know, you fight for your side and you know, maybe this becomes like the Premier League in soccer in England where Whoever is, you know, sucking hind tit, whoever's the last one in line, well, guess what, son? You just got demoted.
2: Now we bring up somebody new, whatever. I, Real I quick think... with that. Maybe <laughs> if that happens, it brings meaningful PvP into the game. That could be very, very cool. Uh, let's see. Ta-da, ta-da,
0: ta-da. Announcements, blah, blah, blah. Road to Odyssey, Dev Diaries. All right. Then next up, they just hit a couple of points about organics. It's not just going to be plants. It's going to be organics. Uh, organics means plants and other not other fauna. But to be clear, I don't want to give anybody the false interpretation or, or false expectations. They're not talking about dogs. They're not talking about Klingons. They're not talking about dinosaurs. They're talking about fungus, bacteria, and other sort of weird, you know, algae or weird shit that doesn't even fit our Earth-like. Uh, Characterizations on the first Planets these tenuous atmosphere Planets other planets You know could for sure Have you know when they get to the point this is The company that made planet fucking zoo When they get to the point where they're doing Atmospheric planets we're gonna see cool Funky alien Animals and we're gonna see a weird you know Zebra what would a zebra be Like on an ammonia based world or whatever we're gonna See weird shit but this is Early on they're saying weird Fungus weird bacteria weird stuff that you know oozes and whatever. Okay, cool. This is a this is a good start. Okay, uh how many different? Many. Uh apply to existing landable planets? Absolutely. Will atmosphere be breathable? We already covered that. Notice the difference. I think we covered everything here that's in this post and are very in-depth, but I want to give everyone a chance from the stuff that I've just mentioned and anything you read in the post. Uh, let's start with Jez. Do you have anything you want to add to that? I mean, we covered it all really well on the stream, but anything else?
5: Uh, not really. I mean, just like said, Xenobiology, that's what I'm going to be doing. So more information on that. I'll be happy.
0: Hells to the yes. Boss lady.
4: Well, as a landscape uh, architect, I'm really excited for the uh, not only the plants, but the the bacteria, the algae, all of that and the Xeno, you know, exploring. And they did reference that it will be based on kind of like K. Ross said in that dev diary, it's going to be based on the type of planets. And so you're going to start to see kind of ecosystems, which I'm I'm really looking forward to that
0: absolutely and later a couple years from now when we get to the point where we've already got all the atmospheric stuff and blah 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 and now they're like okay we're gonna do ship interiors or whatever for sure put in a botany lab in my in my ship where i can go there and do some actual cool interesting gameplay with that
3: uh arson so the under i want to talk about the understanding i got when they were talking about organics um the the wording that they had used was that some of the organics that we're going to encounter could technically be classified as fauna, but because of the fact that they're so different that they're just going to use the word organic because it technically doesn't classify like anything we would ever see on Earth. That aspect of it makes me think that we're going to see things that might, uh, like I said earlier with the jetpacks, actually chase us and try to kill us. Or maybe they aren't doing so, and then we panic and shoot them, and then a bunch more come out of a hive. I don't know. All right, Tweaked.
2: What I took from this really was amazing communication from the FDev team. How great of them to come out and say, listen, guys, this this is going to be plant life. This is going to be some fungus. This is not going to be dogs, cats, dinosaurs, porgs. The trouble with trembles, whatever it's not going to be living things other than plant life so to speak i just that's something that we've been lacking for the last couple of years is that clear communication and i think the game is going to be healthier for it
1: hmm roy so we've got an interla you know interlacing three-stage arc storylines out to 2022 and now they're gonna bring back some of the stories that have happened previously and, and there's a hint that this is all going to somehow intertwine with power play. Um, I mean, look, these are the people that brought us BGS and we know all know how straightforward and simple that is. <laughs> I, I, I would just say what we're looking at now, this isn't checkers. This is motherfucking 3d chess.
0: God damn. Right. So following that up is the last piece of news that we have, which is the, uh, galnet post from today. You know what? They told us that, uh, that uh you know galnet was going to be back and they meant it so today September 11 3306 starport upgrade initiative to support fleet carriers. we've been surprised uh, and grateful gratified by the popularity of our latest product. the options for independent pilots and crews have been considerably expanded by the versatility and compatibility of the Drake class carriers they keep saying drake class they keep mentioning the class name if there's only one and you keep mentioning the class name you make me wonder what's coming next but we have also listened to the customers concerns in particular that large ships such as anacondas corvettes and clippers cannot dock with refinery outposts to make a tritium fuel Uh, to help alleviate this issue brewer corporation has partnered with two independent construction firms kavanaugh space frames LTD, and Steel Castle, Inc. They are tasked with upgrading the number of outposts into fully functioning starports in order to make refueling runs more efficient. The two construction companies that won this contract both have an impressive track record in modifying orbital uh, habitats. Kavanaugh Spaceframe specializes in Orbis starports, while Steel Castle exclusively works on Coriolis designs. The projects are expected to begin next week. So here's the things that I get from this. Number 1 that when they say they're going to have a multi-threaded story, they're not fucking lying because it's not NMLA1, NMLA2, NMLA3 and then that's done and then Starports. It's NMLA1, then a Starport, then maybe NMLA2, then a CZ thing, then a you know, they're mixing this all up the way it would come and happen organically in life. There is lots of stuff. So it's super, you know, it's 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 integrated. Number two, they're giving you the classic choice here. You can run for party A or party B, and party A is going to make Orbis, and party B is going to make Coriolis designs. That's cool. It's, it's some, you know, again, they said players are going to get to decide. Well, you decide. Now, that may not seem like an important thing to you, but it's flavor. It's adding to the soup. If I like a certain kind of station over another, now me personally, this is just me personally, could not give less of a shit. Don't care. I like them both, whatever, whatever. But to some people who are super into the aesthetics, that might be an important thing. Maybe the next thing, right? Maybe Boss Lady B is all about this choice. And the next thing, she doesn't give a shit, but I'm all about it. That's the beauty of this. When you have a complex system, Different people are going to key in on different things. And when you vary it up this much, you're going to give people stuff that they like. And it's like, all right, awesome. Uh, I think that's that's a beautiful thing.
3: Let's start with Arson, your thoughts on this uh, Galnet post. So as you were talking about it, I didn't realize that the different manufacturers specialized in the two main different types of starports that we saw. And I started thinking about that Uh the idea of them popping up CGs and being like, okay, it's time to uh, choose what model uh, you want for these particular locations. Uh, or does one win out contracts on all of them? Or are we going to see CGs for each individual area and upgrading uh, either in parallel simultaneously or uh, as, as a whole one station at a time? Uh, the potential, again, I-, I look forward to some more of uh, uh, the ringy ones they're, they're my favorites beautiful jess
5: yeah i'm the same way more ringy ones because they look absolutely awesome when they're being broken <laughs> apart and let's face it you know that that's happening and it's going to keep happening for the next couple of years by the looks of it beautiful boss lady
4: yeah i think what you said about you know there's going to be different things that people are going to key into and get invested in and something like this where as a a trader or a miner we can get those resources and support this one over that one. I'm looking forward to this because literally we'll be invested in those exact stations because we'll help build them and decide their fate and yeah that's great.
1: Roy? I, I think that this gives a hint that we shouldn't take certain assets for granted. They can build up a station maybe they could destroy one we've kind of gotten comfortable with this idea of they burn, then we fix them. But if they can, you know, if they're willing to modify a station to give it more features, who's to say they can't completely destroy them too.
0: Davstot giveth and Davstot taketh away. I like it. Tweet.
2: This is just great stuff. I was excited when I saw this today for a couple of reasons. One, it's more immersion. You're going to see the galaxy changing depending on what this probable CG decides. And on a, just a personal greedy note I have a new owner of a fleet carrier and I'm going to be in the market for buying some tritium soon because I'm not going to waste my time going out mining that stuff I will spend the bucks to buy it and if there's more places where I can slide my type 9 up there and load it up and pull it back onto my fleet carrier then that benefits me so this is very cool for me
0: man that sounded dirty you're trying I to find so places to dirty. slide the type <laughs> 9 into <there. laughs>
2: Baby, I got a type 9 for you.
6: Oh, All right. baby. All
0: right. Uh, <laughs> the After Hours podcast. Yes, that's right. This is this is Elite Week After Dark. All right, so that wraps up sort of that. Uh, I want to hit a couple of things real quick. Number one, if you have not seen uh, Away, Away, there you go, on Netflix, go check it out. It's awesome. Number two, this channel tomorrow night will be uh hosting live the uh discussion of the eight wheel drive endurance race rally challenge uh they they put on by basically the elite racers uh and and heavily invested upon also by the the buckyball race club so we're gonna host their their live thing tomorrow and they've got another race coming up on sunday check it out do not miss it um And I wanted to hit those because I wanted to end on a very specific note. I'm going to read out the statement that I made yesterday when, uh, when Jez in our chat actually said, he was like, yeah, man, elite is back. And I want to just hit something because this sums up how (laughs) I feel so, so much. And I think Jez is already laughing because he knows what's coming. Um, I, I, I literally thought about it and I was like, uh, yeah, this is sort of where I'm at with it. And holy shit. There's so many people on this discord that when I say, I want to hit something I said yesterday, I have to scroll up for like five minutes. So here's what I said. Basically, uh, said, elite is back, baby. Something to that extent. And I said, elite is not back. Back would mean we're returning to where we were. Here's what we know now. Number one, we will be able to run around on foot for the first time ever, both planet side and in starports, and in various new building settlements, etc. that frontier have created. Number two, the entire galaxy is getting a facelift, not just the odyssey once. So that the entire game is now going to look a thousand percent more realistic than it ever has before. Number three, we can enjoy all of this in complete VR for all of the flight and driving with no load screen on the transfer over to the leggy bits and pancake. Number four, Galnet is not only back as of this morning, but as Art put it on the stream, better than ever. More stories, more tempo, those stories tied to more CGs, first one starting next week, and seasonal events, first one mentioned in Halloween, and special in-game events, Bonus rep weekends? Special limited time events to buy a ship or get it discounted? Maybe even things like the Gnosis or Salome events? Question mark. Who knows? Stay tuned. Number four, there will be multiple new kinds of suits that we can kit out. Number five, there are... wait, there are not just plants, but a vast abundance of life... In these new worlds that run the spectrum from fungus to bacteria to other types that defy Earth classifications on the low atmospheric worlds we're getting access to just at the start. More complex animals like dogs or dinosaurs will require more robust atmospheres for sure. Number six, all of this shit is tied together in a matrix of stories that they have planned out to extend into 2022 with several branches that we, the players, will dictate based on our actions. So, the TLDR is go watch the stream if you do not uh, do not take anyone's word on it. Even if it was only half as good as it was, it's the single best weekly stream Frontier has ever done. And Elite isn't just back. It just kicked in the door, stole Star, Star Citizen's girl, and is currently sitting on its couch drinking its beer while its woman makes a sandwich after amazing sex. That's how I feel. Let's start with here. how you
6: guys feel.
3: Arson, wrap this up. So David Babron is Bowser. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tweet.
2: Well, I gotta say this this week right here is a perfect example as to why I'm an FDev fanboy, so to speak. They've created an already amazing immersive game for us, and. They've had a lot of negative press over the last couple of years, and this is just proof positive that they are going in the absolute right direction. With story for the next two years and Odyssey coming, this is the best time to be a commander in Elite Dangerous, and and they very well could make this the all-time best space game.
0: Absolutely. Roy?
1: I am a six-year-old in a candy store running around carrying a giant lollipop,
0: going,
6: la, 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 la.
0: I think you might want to see tweaks about his Type 9, see if you can, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah, they have gone from somewhere that was in a dark place to, you want universal card graphics on a fleet carrier? You got it. You want some information about VR? You got it. You want this? You want that? We're going to talk about it. And uh, basically, in my opinion, uh, Alpha coming in as the CM lead, well, he's the deep space daddy. A hundred percent.
2: Right. Talk about listening to their community and acting upon it. It, it doesn't get any better than what they're doing right now.
0: A hundred percent. Art. There's some stuff that I even have sort of got a peek behind the curtain. Art has been fighting tooth and nail for a bunch of more openness, more mm-hmm. sharing, more information, and. A bunch of these specific sort of features, he has been fighting for us and the entire community management team, including starting with Al Hibbert as the product manager, uh, including Dahlia Pena, uh, including uh, uh, Arthur Tolmi as the CM lead, Stephen Benedetti as the CM, Bruce Garrido as the CM, and Paul Crowther as the CM are all fucking beautiful amazing people who i love very very much they've earned a ton of respect and i skipped boss lady b your thoughts on all this stuff
4: i mean i can't say anything anybody else hasn't said other than this is just this is the best time to be a content creator in elite dangerous and and a gamer in elite dangerous and yeah we're we're so fucking lucky i mean this is fucking this is just amazing It doesn't get any
0: better than that. Guys, I love you all. Go out and party and be ready because shit's coming. Uh, Next week, look around for uh, a little notice on a a dev diary and and look for it to be coming soon. So um, I'm going to leave you all with the the immortal thoughts of uh, uh, Bill S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted Theodore Logan. Be excellent to each other. Roy.
1: Stay safe, have fun,
2: you earned it Arson Fire <laughs> uh, Creepy Tweet. Have fun everybody And I don't ever want to hear anybody At least not for the next couple of years Say I'm bored, there's nothing to do In Elite Dangerous, how <laughs> dare you <laughs> Jez
5: As I say Be safe, be happy, be well And be hyped
0: And Boss Lady B, the final words
5: Don't forget to
4: stay classy, my friends. Beautiful. (laughs) Arson, mute the mics and play
0: us out, brother.